Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. On this week's episode, wait, how long is this movie? It's 2012. I'm Andrew Jupin. Guy Fieri's Smoldering Corpse. What? That's you? I mean, it makes sense. Chris Cabin. <laughs> I'm Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Not good. This is not good. Everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, if you are new to this fine program, mm -hmm. this is a comedy show where we kind of talk about a movie sometimes sure. and make fun of it, and sometimes make fun of other stuff, including ourselves. Right? And did you guys ca did you catch that joke at the top? What was that? Uh, no, my question. I mean, do you think Guy Fieri made it on the arc or no? Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no so no, he's no. a smoldering corpse. No, he's like he's like twenty thousand leagues below the sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's cooking up some octopus. His, his fried lobster. Lobster cruise, <laughs> fried lobster ravioli cruise. We're rolling out to the hollowed earth. And we're somehow surviving this tragedy. This is 2012 from the year 2009. Yes. What? Directed by Roland Emmerich, king of the summer blockbusters. This guy. That's right. We also just did Independence Day as a commentary, a syncable commentary that's available on Patreon. Only on Patreon. Only. At the $8 level on patreon.com slash we hate movies. And I will say, Independence Day? Oh, oh, you better believe this is a better movie. It's only like 10 minutes longer, though. Both those movies are incredibly long. Yeah, but one. Oh, yes. One, you don't feel as much. I mean, yes. this was rough. And to give you an idea, my day. Been, been busy around the homestead. Didn't sure. have a, a chance to sit down and watch this until this morning when I woke up before work at 5 30. To watch all two hours and 38 fucking minutes of this movie. But you, people have once criticized me for watching a movie at 9 a.m. with coffee. <laughs> Mr. 5.30, that is insane. Did you dude, stay up all night? No, dude. Well, I was getting the Independence Day commentary out for one, and when that fucker launched, it was 11 p.m., and I thought, three-hour movie at 11 p.m.? I don't think well, so. Well, what did the rooster think of it? The rooster that watched it with you. <laughs> oh, the rooster didn't care for it too much. He kept pecking the couch. 
This uh, uh, this is also, of course, uh, yet another entry in our summer blockbuster extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one did come out in the summertime. I did see this in the theaters, by the way. Nope. Anybody else rolling on nope. that? And on, first and only. Oh, really? I think I did see it in the theater. I think I saw it at the Kaufman Astoria. Yes, so point. did I, baby. <laughs> Worst movie theater in New York City. <laughs> It's still pretty bad. I went back there recently. Get out of town. What'd I you see? Godzilla, the king of the monsters. Oh, yeah? They leave the lights on for 45 minutes? No, but it was one of the first... For, they Toilet were like, overflow into the theater? No, they just randomly were like, I need to search your entire bag right Get here. out of town. It's like, what, it's like, they do do that now, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Serenity there. Searching for a fucking better movie theater inside that bag <laughs> or what? <laughs> Oh, you got five screens in here. Oh, right. <laughs> no, not too bad. Luckily, I visited the dealer after the movie. Smart move. <laughs> Jokes on you. Although you would need it for Godzilla. Yeah, uh, sir, we can't allow you into this theater without some sort of drug. <laughs> Sidebar on Godzilla, I kind of enjoyed that. I did kind of enjoy I it as well. It, yeah, it's a super yeah. kind of okay. Eh. I will be getting stoned to that 4K Blu-ray. Don't worry about it. Well, that's just my point. You need you need the drugs. For All that. the drugs <laughs> for every movie. That's for every waking moment on this hellscape sure. planet that should have ended in 2012. Great, totally. co- great segue. Absolutely, because this is based upon the Mayan prophecy that the mm-hmm. Earth should have ended in 2012. Uh, we had a couple people that thought that that was going to happen. It did not, including that guy who rented that van outside the garden for a year and a half. You mean, oh, right. you mean Charlie the pickle maker? <laughs> was that him? I don't know. Oh, didn't Andre the Giant? Not under, uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, Macho. No, I did not have an opinion either way. <laughs> the Mayans were right. I think the world for him ended in 1989. <laughs> what did they? What did he? Wait croak? a minute! Nobody is coming with me. The Mayan calendar predicted my death on a toilet seat. Oh, did he Elvis no, out, I, dude? No, I don't oh, think, I don't he's know. a toilet guy. No, <laughs> see, because when films, you aren't know, we all toilet guys? <laughs> when a film. You know, closes its its iris there. You know, iris out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I forgot where the toilet out. What was I saying? What? Oh, Elvis out. If you die in the toilet, you Elvis out. Okay. okay. That was this, the bad joke. This in from the internet ticker that he died in 1993. On a toilet or not. Oh, shit. Wait, let me go to that subsection. <laughs> subsection, location of death and sitting position. IMTB, internet toilet database. <laughs> he died in his sleep of congestive oh. heart failure. Oh, oh Jesus, sad. that'll get you. No, I was Paris th- hotel room, and he was found by his chauffeur. Well, Lottie died. <laughs> Mr. Frenchman. Now, now, now Eric has resentments against the dead. Of course I do. All these goddamn I will royals. be going out in style. I'll get a wake-up call from my chauffeur. Uh, no, I was thinking of yeah, oh, yeah. Randy Savage. Didn't he die during some fake apocalypse? Around yes. then. Yes, he was supposed really? to. He, he he did not make it through the 20. He died like right before. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> catching the hill pop coming. I think it was your classic heart attack segue into crashing a truck into a tree. See you all there, fuckers. Randy Savage died May 20th, 2011. So, that so crooked preacher it. is right. We're all going down. <laughs> Steve, I remember what you're talking about, though, and yes. it wasn't the 2012 no, but it was a, prophecy, but it was another some horseshit. Yes, it was a crooked preacher that was talking about it. Something was going to happen because it was the. If you recall, we were in the great city of Chicago at a I friend's did. bachelor party, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. it was the trifecta of the world was supposed to end, this wild bachelor party, right. and then fucking bone saws ready. <laughs> 
Did did Heaven's Gate come back? <laughs> did they try to come back? I don't think they came back. Dude, oh, that's not what it was. That was you know what came done. back for him was a heart attack. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's basically what this movie is about. Holy is- shit! He also <laughs> during the heart attack tried to eat a Slim Jim. No, he was driving. <laughs> His Jeep He's driving under the giant. He was driving his Jeep Wrangler and crashed into a tree. While I said that. A... Oh, cool. You, you I was busy? reading Wikipedia. Well, just be present, man. We're all here together. Hey, that's guess what, Macho Man Randy Savage? It's the goat of Andre the Giant. You're my chauffeur now. <laughs> You're in the afterlife. Me? You drive me around hell for all eternity. <laughs> Where they going? Oh no! Going all the cool places in hell. Oh yeah, dude. They don't have to even wait in any velvet rope line. They get right in. Listen, (laughs) the big man doesn't wait behind any velvet rope, Beelzebub. We gotta get in this club, brother. So you like slim jims, huh? (laughs) Have all the slim jims you want. (laughs) Ooh, that's too much snap. This movie, Andre the Giant, the movie podcast. uh, No, no, no. I'm saying the movie we're making up right here of Randy Savage and Andre the Giant in Hell Uh as best friends. That's a documentary, True Life. (laughs) I'm just saying, better movie than 2012. Of course. Also, that's a tight 90, by the way. That's a tight 90. You better believe it. Put almost anything in there. 2012 (laughs) is about the bottom of the barrel for me for the length and what it's trying to do both. It's so obnoxious. It's just, I mean, so it's it's really, it's the end of the world. It's about John Cusack and his beloved white family trying to get to the end of the world. <laughs> right. And other characters are sort of around, but it's mostly their story. Not right? just other characters, though. An army of other characters. And what this movie does, it's like, we set up like 30 characters. And then it's like, oh, wait a second. The screenplay's decided. We kind of only want five to six of them to matter by the end of the movie, so we better get killing. I kind of think it's a split between John Cusack and uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. I yeah. think it's their movie. Yeah, that's, that's but fair. He, but Chiwetel, he, he disappears for long yes. stretches. Like yes, I, I guess so. Like he, he's, he, he starts it, and when the movie starts, I'm like, oh, cool, it's a Chiwetel Ejiofor movie. I'm into this. And then he's just gone. And the beef also is he doesn't get any real like action scenes. No. That's all on the Cusack side of things. Yeah. That's yeah, that's he's just thing. the guy in offices and in labs and in the White House. And I think he's got as much screen time as Gordon the stepdad. <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> oh Tom McCarthy. Yeah. Director of Spotlight, Tom McCarthy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we start with Chadwell Edge before he goes to India visiting his friend. Uh, and he does this thing that certain people do. Like he meets his friend, he's like, Oh, you're your child, I can't believe he's so big. And then he goes about his wife. He's like, man, she gets more beautiful every time I Totally I'm like, the fuck do you say to me? Like, Absolutely. I don't it's just not, I mean, like, not that I'm a jealous dude or anything, but like, it's just a weird move to pull with a friend. Like, like just keep your fucking opinions to yourself about how my God, wife looks a just, fucking weirdo. God damn, look, oh my fucking God, would you look at, does she wear underwear? Holy fucking shit. <laughs> it's just, it's a weird move, man. It's He's just like, wow, she really got a body back after that kid, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, but, she would tell Edgy for being a creep. And you have to also tee up the fucking, oh, I, I made you your, your favorite, the fish curry you love. Yeah, and it's like, is the fish curry still as shitty as I remember? Yep. Yeah, because he's like, she's like, oh, we're just normal friends. And like the guy's like, no, that guy's not your friend. You should hear the way you fucking talks about you. Like, <laughs> 
You don't even make it. Don't even. By the way, don't even make him that fish curry next time. A, he hates it for no reason, and B, he has to. He has the nerve to tell me how bad it is. Oh, oh, a, he hates it. it for no reason because it's delicious. <laughs> whoa, 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 Larry ordered you this drink while you were in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, babe. Oh, you know what? I'll buy him a new drink. A new drink for everybody. Everybody gets a new drink. Uh. I would like to point out, before we get any farther into this monstrosity of a film, that sure. the summary on Amazon, and I'm looking at you, Bezos. I know you had your fingers in this pie right in this oh, thing. No, no summary leaves Bezos' desk. Nope. No, no, sum- no summary goes on before Bezos looks at it and gives it to you. He okay. writes each and every, <laughs> every one of them. Every he last he, one, dude. He approves every Blu-ray I buy while I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it refers to this movie, or it like, categorizes this movie as a thrill ride. No. Uh, wait a second, though. A thrill ride of human survival. Wow. No. <laughs> Can you imagine writing that? I would accept epic. Yeah. I might just accept that, but that's uh, because about of the length it. alone. You're yes. looking at a fucking Cecil B. DeMille picture well, here. There is a thrill ride in terms of the limo while LA is falling apart, which is probably the only good part of the movie. I yeah. think the CGI actually is pretty decent in this movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, that during that sequence, yes, I'll agree with you. There's stuff later on that's clunky oh, as yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say if you're gonna, we're not recommending it yet, but if you're gonna watch any of this, maybe. The first 30, 40 minutes tops. Yeah. And then you're fine to turn yeah. it off. Uh, and we also get a little bit of the sun farting at the beginning of this movie. They're showing like a bunch All of planets. Right. It's kind of like the intro to TNG. Like mm. we pass by a, uh, Saturn and whatnot. Mm. And I'm expecting Jean-Luc Picard. And then it's just the sun like... <laughs> and little like sun flares so, are happening. Yeah, there's like sun eruptions that are... Now you guys correct me. You guys are like science guys. Oh, for sure. Smart, <laughs> Definitely. Smart, smart guys here. Solar yeah. eruptions. Smart, smart guys over here. <laughs> so they're, they're, it's also like there's like a sun particle in the core of the earth that is now heating up the earth from the inside. Neutrinos, we call them. Those see, yeah, see, flares. See, I knew it's smart guys Those here. neutrinos, we're told, are being mutated into a new form oh, of nuclear energy. Four giant turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and it's making it so you can boil a lobster in the middle of the earth. Because yeah. what happens yeah. is he takes them Could down. Could you do that anyway? I'm not sure. I think it's mostly dry down there. But well, like, it's hollow, dude. That's where the mole people yeah, yeah. live. Right, but it's supposed to be like 9,000 degrees down there. Right? <laughs> That's what I've heard. Well, they in go previous down, episode, The Core. The, the, uh, uh, I forget his name in this. Uh, I'll pull it up. It's yeah, like Gary or bring, something. He, his Adrian. Br- his friend brings him down to like a, sec- a secret lab at the like core of the earth almost. I was laughing, dude, because this guy's like his scientist buddy's telling him like the history of this mine or whatever. Yeah. And it used to be some like big Indian copper mine or some shit. And all I could think about was Batman Begins. Why? When they're going down into the cave and he's giving them the history of, oh yeah, this used to be where the Underground Railroad came through. <laughs> it's a similar looking yeah. elevator. Yeah, it's kind of true. Well, he also is like, oh, it's like a million, it's really, really hot down there. But Ch- he doesn't tell Chai Tewalajan before to take his jacket off. Like, dude, take that jacket off. You don't want to leave a jacket around a mine, Wait, dude. Yeah. Someone's going to take it. Yeah, well, Adrian isn't talking about how, like, he was on the his family has been on the right side of history for every fucking year every century before this yeah. on his way down there the way fucking <laughs> goddamn Waynes were um yeah so he he takes him down there and he's like oh you know uh you're catching it on a cool day generally it's like 100 and mm. or 200 degrees down here or whatever it is yeah he and he opens it he opens this little container that's got all this berlin water in there dude it's yeah up. Which I think that's like even further down. Yes. 
and is the idea. And he runs back to America to tell Oliver Platt of all people at a party. <sighs> Oliver Platt playing DC scum. Uh, the chief of staff. Drain the swamp. Carl Anheuser. That's right. Mm-hmm. I just kept Anheuser being like, where, where's Bush? Where's, where's the other buddy? Right. Anheuser and Bush. Yeah, I mean, this movie came out in 2009, so Bush just left office. <laughs> that. So while George was scripting, yeah, no, I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, during during the the sort of like, maybe. Yeah, there was a there's an H in the beer company, but wouldn't it be funny if Oliver Platt as Anheuser had a little comedy routine with George W. Bush? Well, I wouldn't put it past uh, what's his face, Roland Emmerich, for doing shit like that. He's the yeah. creator of such hilarious gags as Mayor Ebert uh, in Godzilla, a previous episode, and then also in this movie with the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger governor. Happening. Uh, so this guy likes funny shit, dude. I think Dean Devlin's out on this one. No Dean Devlin. Maybe Dean Devlin was what you needed. Yeah, I think you needed some Dean Devlin. Dean Devlin brought Although, in a lot of the good It's idea. like Bruckheimer and Bay, dude. Mm-hmm. Did Devlin come back for Independence Day Resurgence? Because that was good awful. Yeah, he might have actually. I don't know. Well, what no, the, really? What did Emmerich do before this? Your mom. That BC movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank dude. you. Whoa! Yeah. The bad Whoa! boys of podcasting are back. Uh, Dean Devlin. Let's see. No. Oh, you know what? In 2009, he was busy getting a story credit on Universal Soldier Regeneration. Oh, he nice. Was too busy counting his money. Although he was a producer on. Independence Day Resurgence, which is probably just an in-name only. And Geostorm, he was also listed as a producer. Geostorm, I have not. Oh, you, oh no, I did see it. We did an episode an, on that. Oh, because he directed it. He wrote it, yeah. Oh, he, he wrote it and directed oh, wow. it. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, confusing yeah. this movie with Geostorm. It's uh, kind of just the same thing. Geostorm's probably better. Much Geostorm's better. definitely better. I think so, because that movie's just about crooked satellites manipulating the weather on the Earth. And I hate to bring it up again. It's not two and a half hours. It's it's it, yeah. This movie's damn near 240. We're like yeah. endgaming a little bit. It's 238. That's, yeah. a, that's a clean 240 as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. To answer your question earlier, Chris, Roland Emmerich did Independence Day Resurgence, sure. yikes, Stonewall, mm-hmm. the much uh, famously ah, terrible. Uh, people threw stones at that movie. <laughs> and then White House Down in 2013. Right. Anonymous, the William Shakespeare is a faker. That's, that's a fucking faker. Yeah. And then right before 2012, he directed 10,000 BC. Oh, that's a yep. movie nobody saw. No, I didn't see that. Before so he that, was, the he day was really after, hitting nothing at this point. Yeah. Day after tomorrow, obviously. Day after tomorrow, The Patriot, Godzilla, 98. We've done a ton, ton of, of his yep. movies on this show. And we're not done yet. It's just, it's, it's, it's a treasure trope. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, he goes to Oliver Platt. It's one of those classic, like, Oliver Platt's, like, being a hot shot, and, like, he won't listen to him, and he, like, yells at him in the party, and the party stops dead. It's after Oliver Platt. Well, he gives Oliver Platt, uh, like, the report, and he's yeah. like, you need to read it. And uh, he he's trying to, like, cover up for the fact that, like, he just got yelled at in public. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what is it, a national geology crisis? <laughs> and then all these yes-men around Oliver Platt are like, the fucking they're laughing their balls off at this comment god you don't i don't get that much humor geology humor where i work thank you sir thank you he's on fire tonight and then he reads the report and it's kind of just a quick like oh my god yeah and then we flash forward to the like the next year this movie starts in 2009 yeah 
it immediately goes to 2010. We're at the G8 Summit in Canada, where we are introduced to President Danny Glover. Woo! Fucking all righty then. Well, it's great. Now he's we're like, talking. He does. Well, could everyone please leave their translators outside the room? And he, yep. everyone's like, "Well, what?" And he's like, "No, no, I trust me. You'll you'll be okay." It's, it's kind of be fine. It's, I think uh, it's is like it though? the Chancellor of Germany is like Vat, and then <laughs> and then he's like, "Trust me, uh, your little grasp of English will be enough to understand what I'm about to tell it's you." Okay. Everyone leave. I just need me and Putin for a little while. <laughs> That's it. No, no, no. Just bring your translators into this little room with all these guys in masks and guns. <laughs> all right, now it's just the five of us. Who wants to get it wet? <laughs> And they just, it's just an orgy, head, a presidential a, orgy. You got a sex angel with you. <laughs> I'm a switch. How about you, people? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> and it's kind of amazing how long this movie takes to set up yeah. like, the event. Because then we we drop in briefly on Tibet, where there's some uh, a relocation program happening, sure. and like the Chinese government's recruiting all these people. And you don't really know what's going on, and the movie's like. Well, we'll get back to that later. Mm-hmm. Like someone's like, uh, the like the guy says something like, "Oh, uh, anybody here know how to weld?" <laughs> and it's like one dude in this huge crowd raises his hand and like, "All right, get on the back of this truck. We're mm-hmm. gonna drive up into the mountains now." Uh, by the way, say goodbye to your family forever. And it's like seventeen minutes, and we finally meet John Cusack. He's doing the "I'm the guy that oversleeps." Thing. Yeah, that's oh, a very right. tired way to introduce a character. He's that also, is in the year 2012. Uh, he's a failed novelist named Jackson Curtis. Yeah, that's, that's why bad. You're just Ooh. reversing Fifty Cent's name <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> when you wrote this fucking screenplay, dude. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> and he wrote some book about like survival of the human species. It sounds very L. Ron Hubbard because he's like a failed novelist. Yeah, right. that's now going to become. We'll see a prophet of humanity and this book. And he's a prophet of humanity on a boat, not for nothing. Yeah. And this, this book is gonna is one of the last books ever saved of humanity. I know. Take man. that Huck Finn, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Just all of it, dude. It's all garbage. Yeah. Nathaniel Hawthorne eat shit. Yeah, I, when the seas rise that much, you can't mark that twain. Right? Wasn't that? Didn't he name his Samuel Clemens named himself after some measure? Yeah, the, the, the Mark Twain. Yeah, the an mark. idiot. No, we didn't bring any Shakespeare. But we do have the Twilight book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, my dad was really into this failed seventies fucking sci-fi novelist. It's better than that whole Shakespeare nonsense. Now it's the only literature on the planet. <laughs> also, really quickly, in 2011... Oh, I only have a disc two of The Sopranos season four, so that's all that show is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, this... Why does everybody love this? This is, this is not that good. You would still love it, but you wouldn't have any idea what's going on. Uh, just really quickly, in 2011, uh, we hopped to London really quickly to see basically MBS himself of Saudi Arabia paying a billion dollars for something. Yeah. And then also in Paris... A billion euros, by the way. Which is euros, a, pardon me. This is more. just them getting their financers for this movie together. Yeah, <laughs> this, I think this is how this movie came I together, mean, including swapping out the Mona Lisa right here. So, Oh, the fucking swapping out? Who could care? 
it's 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 uh, Tan- Danny Newton, who we will find out later is the president's daughter. That's right. Uh, and the dude from the Profiler and Carnival. Oh, right. He's like the, and, what was he like the professor on Carnival? Yeah. Or so? He was blind on that show. You know what he is? He's the guy from the Five Obstructions. Yes, he's the guy from the Five Obstructions, who is also, if I'm remembering correctly, previous episode. Uh, he's not the Wrath. What the fuck is that movie? The uh, oh uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the the Rapture. The Rapture. He's in the Rapture. Remember, they're having the fucking yeah. sex games. He's one of the fuck warriors from yeah. the Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this dude's like, oh yes, look what we're going to do here. We're swapping out the Mona Lisa. No one will know the difference. It's like you need an infrared camera or something. We cut to the the, the rest of that guy's story is he gets assassinated in the same tunnel that Princess Di gets killed. Weird detail movie. <laughs> yep, I don't need that. I really do yeah. not need that. What the fuck movie were we talking about recently where they're showing the footage of the Diana yeah, car accident? I just think that's a punchline, man. It I is pretty funny. I mean, it is fairly funny, but, <laughs> but you, know, you know. It's an awkward thing to yeah. bring up out of nowhere. Exactly. It's just really weird, and I guess the only thing to say about it within like the confines of this screenplay is you know a fucking shitty newscaster do that same thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. So there is what? that, I just but don't it's know still why. just weird but to like, reference. It's the second or third line of the report. Like, <laughs> you would go like, fun fact... <laughs> well, I think it is a BBC World Report, dude. So, you know, they're constantly bringing I, I that just up. I just don't need the fucking art-saving angle. Yes. I don't need the fucking two of every animal. What are we even doing? <laughs> I don't need the John Cusack angle. That's to be completely all, honest. Just end the world. I'm not even sure it's two of every animal. At the end, it's a lot of giraffes. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. 50 giraffes on that fucking it's boat. It's a shit ton of giraffes <laughs> and then like one elephant that's like, what am I going to do with all these giraffes? <laughs> and it will truly be a world of... Of giraffes. See, and that's the thing, because you're saying you don't need the John Cusack movie, you don't need the fucking no. Parisian art dealer movie. No. I want the Woody yes. Harrelson yes. in the fucking woods yeah. crazy That's guy all movie. I want. We'll get yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. So and Cusack, yeah. he's fallen asleep, uh, he's slept in, reading Moby Dick, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Been there. Dick move. And he's, he's late to pick up his two kids, the deadbeat dad that he is, to take them on a camping trip to Yellowstone National Hashtag Park. junk bonds, uh, to quote uh, <laughs> Hook. That's right. Well, at least Robin Williams was fucking employed in that movie. That's actually true. They weren't yet divorced. Uh, yeah, no, but you know it was fucking going right for the D-Town, yeah. dude. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, we're forgetting the Jazz Boys. The Jazz Boys? Oh, 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 yes. oh my fucking God. Why even? Why even have it? Why? That's so great. The studio just exploded. Was, everybody so was like, coming and throwing up. Oh, I'm coming. Well, because Peter Seagal and I don't know who the other guy George is. Seagal. Oh, so George Seagal. George Seagal. That's George right, Seagal, from yeah. Just Shoot Me. Yes. yes. Um, and I don't know who the other guy is who's playing Chidewell Edgeforth's yes, father. father, right. And uh, they're oh, like, yeah, this dude's been in a bunch of stuff, but yeah. I can't recall his They're name. like a Blues Brothers <gasps> team that go to different cruise it's ships. It's a, I know it's jazz. Oh, no, yeah. You know who he is? He's oh. the evil uh, head of the uh, tower in that uh, the evil uh, elevator uh, episode of The X-Files. Oh, he's yeah. the guy at the end who's like who plugs it back in. Yeah, totally. The actor's name is uh, Blue Mancuma, by the way. And but it's it's one of those things where like the, when this movie starts because you don't know who Danny Newton is, you don't know 
really who this guy is. You're like, oh, wow, this is a pretty diverse cast. But then everyone winds up being related to each other. It's kind <laughs> of like what winds up happening, either like related or yeah. friends. And it's like a fucking in your Ritu film, man. Yeah, I thought I was watching Babel meets the end of the world. We're not that long after Crash. This is essentially Crash as a Roland Emmerich movie. Kind of a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh, God, that's So yeah, John Cusack, horrible. he picks up his kids. He go, uh, he, you know, there's this thing, you know, a lot of shit. His his daughter is wedding the bed, which doesn't is not a detail that needs to be in this movie. No, it doesn't. Thing. No. And I don't also don't I don't really need him as a limo driver. Yep. Or a, I mean that's car kind of only because he's sure, the limo driver of the Russian oligarch who also becomes a huge character in the movie again, connecting people for no reason. Fair, but like the 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 failed novelist, that's almost that's enough plenty. for me. I yes. know then he has to drive a car for money. Just yeah, well, like, it's an excuse to dress him like a reservoir dog. This whole fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. But it makes it also doesn't make any sense because like, what kind of pickup does a limo have? Yeah, like going through like this end yeah, times fucking bad. crash. You, you can't turn well. Yeah, well, I don't understand how they would survive this. Because I wouldn't. think the idea is like, oh, we're gonna have this like chase scene where he's like racing against the the road yeah. falling apart. How much cooler would it be if he did it in a limo right in the middle of L.A. I guess not very. Uh, (laughs) No, but I think like if this chase scene was happening anywhere else, he wouldn't be a limo driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's very specifically like, oh, how hilarious is this? He's driving through fucking LA in a limo, but the world's ending. (laughs) To your diaper thing, Eric. I think Mm. that stinks of product placement and weird product placement. Diaper stinks. Yes. Yeah. I think what that move is, Cabin, because I think you're totally right. And I think what it might be is a different kind of turn for product placement, which turd, is turd for product placement. Diaper, you are diaper. the parent that needed so desperately to get out of the house opening weekend and go see 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then it's a little reminder, like, ding, ding, you got kids at home that might need diapers. Better stock up at the store before you come home to the babysitter. Kid shit. <laughs> Oh shit! The diaper, the shit. Yeah, get the diaper on the way home because the kids shit. Because the shits. Kids shit. Because that's what they do. Um, yeah. So like, um, Tom McCarthy, it's Amanda Peet, uh, who's been in a shocking amount of movies with uh, John Cusack quite a I, bit. I meant to look that up actually and didn't, but you got a tally it's of any least, kind. It's like two others. It's like um, uh, uh, it's uh, the, that horrific. Stay tuned. Identity. Oh, right. They're kind of flirting in that movie. Yeah. And Wait, like is something she in else. Runaway Jury? No, maybe. <laughs> she must love like dogs. Everyone was in it. Oh, sh- does she love dogs? She might be one of the dog lovers. No, must love dogs was what's her face? It's Diane Lane's the main, but I don't know if she's like a secondary. Oh, I, I actually never saw that movie. Uh, this, Identity. Oh, fuck, Martian Child. Yes. Oh, dear. That's that's the trifecta. That's what you got. Okay. They're the Spencer and Tracy of shit, man. <laughs> that's their before trilogy. <laughs> I think you mean Tracy and Hepburn. Oh, Spencer wrong. Tracy was one, one person. person. <laughs> he was also in shooting And movies. I was thinking about identity and everybody being multiple different people. Oh, yes, that of course. Sense. Total no, sense. No, I wasn't just being an idiot. Um, <laughs> and so Not he, just. Uh, he takes them off. But by the way, the kid, the boy, it's Noah and Lily are the kids. Noah really likes the step of dad a lot. And Big time. And you know, when, this, uh, when this world is ending, he's going to be saying, no, ah, <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, he's uh, oh, Noah's arc, guys. Oh, oh, oh. That's brilliant. Right? Wow. I wish everyone could have seen Andrew's face when I said, no, ah. I, I, my face must have contorted to look exactly like Walter Matthau. <laughs> it kind of did. Later uh, in this movie, he yeah. is texting privately with this oh, dude, dad yeah. That's in weird. the middle of the night. I, I had, think he got him that cell phone, by the way. Hey, buddy. 
you're going off, uh, you know, into the woods here yeah. with your fucking loser father. <laughs> Here's this burner phone. You can get at me 24 hours a day. Don't even worry about it. He even texts him, which made me LOL at this movie. He like Cusack's like, hey man, no no uh, cell phones after dark or something. He grabs it and he looks at it. He sees that he's texting the stepfather and he's texting him, camping sucks. What's great is that's that's a that's a kick in the bread basket, man. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> is. That is just a kick in the bread basket. But he starts the text. He goes, "Hey, Gordon, yeah. camping sucks," and <laughs> then his like angry I, emoji face. If I was if I was John Cusack and I find my kid is texting his fucking stepfather yeah. at 10 p.m. at <laughs> night, I'm happy to see the camping. <laughs> the camping yeah, that's exactly I don't want to see the other stuff. <laughs> That's the only thing you hope sucks yeah. in those texts, my friend. <laughs> Let me uh, see what these... There's about 20 voicemails from Gordon. What the fuck? <laughs> is it the stepdad or is it just mom's boyfriend, by the way? No, it's the stepdad. It's the stepdad. I think they're married. Hey, no, I'm going to buy you a fax machine. Just so <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Enjoy I'm camping, say, little one. <laughs> check, out that, check out that camera roll before you give that phone. <laughs> yeah, Mike Wana. <laughs> Um, so we're told that uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, his character, was wrong about the timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I Fucking guess he was... idiot. Yeah, no, total idiot right here. Miscalculation. He thought it was like... I want to know what the original thing was. Like, ah, we got like 50 years to figure this yeah. out. Well, no, it's like, no, oh, you have a few weeks? No, it's, it, was, it was a summer-December slip-up. It was like basically oh. when you know uh, they were going to release Brahms 2, The Boy. Oh, right. And, the uh, long-awaited sequel. Or Brahms, The Boy 2. They were going to release that in July, but that movie wasn't made yet. So right. we'll just, we'll just push it, kick it to can down so, the road so to December. So is that about a composer? <laughs> no, the, the, I think he's inspired by... Oh. Yeah. So another. Boy was a movie uh-huh, that nobody 2016. Saw. That yeah. no Steve and I saw, were the only two people that saw that movie. Both of you saw it, and uh, it was about a, a little doll. A little doll named Snuggles. No, a little, <laughs> little boy. Yeah, and what, wait, no, but I thought it No, it's, it's a doll. It's a thing where it uh, becomes woman, a real Lauren, boy. No, Lauren Cohan from Walking Dead is hired to come to this house to be a nanny. Oh, and it's sort of Creepy. like Invisible Child because they're like, now Creepy. meet our son, Brahms, and it's a fucking doll. Oh, and weird. she's like, uh, and the dad or the husband is to be like, listen, she's fucking crazy. Just go with it. So she like does this. And then the movie is like, oh, are there, you know, is Brahms coming to life? What's going on here? All this weird shit's happening. And then spoiler alert for the boy, by the way, it turns out there's this fucking ape man yeah. hiding in the walls of this house what? who's like hiding their fucking the deformed fish head eating son or some shit who is like running around doing shit and like with the doll with the doll like he'll yeah, move it's like it around cover. yes exactly yeah, moving it around like harassing this woman and then like the last five minutes of the movie he's like hey does anybody want some pizza <laughs> Andre the Giant was in it yeah well it's just this fucking All big right. tall oh, it's me Rob the boy <laughs> <laughs> so now we, there's a sequel coming yes, out? Yes, I guess it's, uh, that guy's getting up to more trouble, I, nice. would, I would imagine. But He's, what's so dumb, though, is like the whole thing of that first movie is like whether or not this doll is coming yes. to life. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess that's a thing. But when it's the, the twist well, of the movie, that's right. it. 
Now it's just a movie about this fucking big giant guy. Or maybe in the sequel, now the doll actually comes to life and has to fight the giant. Oh, maybe. Here's what it is, dude. Oh, shit. This thing's kind of creeping me out right now. (laughs) Brahms, the big giant guy, is running through the streets of Chicago because a detective is chasing him. And he runs into a toy store and he gets shot. (laughs) And he does a fucking voodoo curse. Oh, Dormammu, I beg of you. Oh, no, it's Dan Bella. Dormammu. (laughs) Dormammu, I've come to the go. All right, hold on. What we were getting at was so this is a six month window. It was, it was yes. supposed to happen in December. It's happening six months earlier. Uh-huh. Gotcha. And that fucks up. Ev- I guess everything they were really just waiting for December first to roll out all these arcs and everything right. else. Yeah, because like oh we're all fucked now, dude. So yeah, and like Danny Glover, they were like, hey Danny Glover, do you want to do that meeting where you tell the world that it's ending? And it's like maybe like after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's give it. I want everyone to have one last good Thanksgiving. Look, we had the first Thanksgiving, <laughs> and we're going to let them have the last Thanksgiving. Look, don't know? worry about the mini quakes that keep happening <laughs> every day, it seems like. Right. There's all these splits in the earth that like people have to jump over, and eventually it cuts through a supermarket. I think this is like during the events yeah. of camping. Yes. Well, the end of the, the Macy's Day Parade was it was, it was going to be Santa Claus, and he does the wave, and then behind him is the President of the United States of America. And they're like, well, that's weird. It's like, uh, hello, everyone. Thank you all for joining me at the Macy's Day Parade. By the way, the world is ending. Good night, everyone. So, so you don't have to buy shit tomorrow, <laughs> by the way. I mean, you're not going to make it to Christmas. Black but Friday is canceled. <laughs> by the way, uh, thanks to Macy's for letting me do this. Uh, I, I've always wanted to do something Oh, like and this. by the way, uh, here's the cast of Waitress to Dance. <laughs> My, aren't they talented. <laughs> I've got a pie and I'm throwing it around. That's a very good musical, by the way. I have not seen it. Um... Yeah, there's a weird thing. So this is like around the time when Tandy Newton like barges into the Oval Office. Danny Glover like has a sit down with her. Yes. And Oliver Platt like out in the hallway because Chiwetel and Oliver Platt had been in the Oval Office before like discussing the end of the world. It's Chiwetel, right? I've been doing it wrong this entire time. Chiwetel? Chiwetel. Okay. I, I, That's how I've always said I've it. I've been saying no- well, which is probably wrong. Can you get that? I believe uh, the W comes before the T. Can you get the abducted boy? Oh, wait, no. Chris is asking me for the online pronunciation guide, which he's calling the abducted boy. (laughs) But sure. (laughs) Last time it sounded like an abducted boy was saying it. Brahms, too, the abducted boy. (laughs) Yeah. But so Oliver Platt notices that Chiwetel gives Tandy a little look here, right? Oh, yeah. So he's like, ah, not too bad. They're the president's daughter, eh? And he's like, uh, what's that? And fucking Oliver Platt goes, better move fast, kid. The end is near. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're going to try to fucking get it wet, dude. Yes, yes it, it is, now. Oliver Platt. Could you not tell me how to fuck? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Oh, I see he's grown up. So who is this guy? Just like any other Saturday for Chiwetel Ejiofor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this the beginning of Great Gatsby Wait, with Chiwetel Ejiofor? What are you doing? Hold on, I'm sorry. So this is a video, this is a video where it's, yeah. it's a guy. It's just a dude. I'll show you what guy. this guy looks like. Yeah. He looks like a fucking out-of-work actor, which I'm sure he is. Right. Telling you, A, how to pronounce it, and then B, how to use it in a, in a sentence, and then C, he's going to give you common mispronunciations, which I'm sure we'll have mine. Oh, nice. Okay, here we go. I so I got, let's see if I'm going to turn your channel up so everybody at home can hear this. Chewatel Edgeo 4. Chewatel Edgeo 4. What are what are his other videos? It was just like any other Saturday for Chewatel Edgeo 4. <laughs> Walk into a puppy store and eat an entire pizza. What? 
Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Well, now I'm just getting confused. Ejiofor. Yeah. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Wait, so he eats puppy pizza? What a <laughs> sick fuck. So well, we should mention who this guy... I mean, we should probably mention what his YouTube is. I feel like if we're airing his... Yeah, shit, this deserves uh, a plug. That's fair. That's fair. Hold on. Let me find it again. Uh, Abducted is, boy channel. Uh, next movie <laughs> official. There you go. Next movie official. Also, would like the... Uh, come on. Two-way street here now. Now you say... We hate movies. It was an average day for We Hate Movies. Arrogate a puppy. Arrogate a puppy pizza. And that was that. Uh, so I'm sorry. So we're on this camping trip now. Yes. Uh, and John Cusack's like, I'm going to take you to the spot where, like, uh, you know, me and your ma used to fuck out in the woods. <laughs> to which one of the kids, the kid, one of the kids is like, uh, you're going to take us to a place where you and mom used to have sex? No, yeah. thank you. I was like, yeah, that's right, little wiener from the well, way, way back. That's this kid. It's Noah who says it, and he's like, I don't want to hear about you two having sex. Yeah. I don't want to hear Tom McCarthy's stories about having sex <laughs> yeah. with mom that he tells me all the time. Now, Gordon fucks mom. Do you understand me? <laughs> and he's Jackson. Great. He's, he's great. He's FaceTiming it right now. <laughs> Gordon is a plastic surgeon, and he knows all the moves, and he told me so. Oh, wow, he told you so. He's that's got right. the pocket comma suit. Do you have the pocket comma sutra? Pocket sutra, dude. He's also doing this thing where, which everybody hates, which is, yeah, I don't want to do that, Jackson. And he's oh, like, right. you call me dad? Yeah. Not not for any reason other than that it's extremely annoying not to. Do you ever uh, call your old man by his first name? No, because I'm not, I'm not a brat. Yeah, no, it's obnoxious. It's, it's, I really it's, hate it. It's perfectly... You're perfectly capable. You're allowed capable. to hate your dad. You're totally allowed no, to hate yeah. your dad. Listen, I'm not but, saying you're not allowed to hate your dad. No, but a human being is perfectly capable of hating their parent and still calling them mom and dad. I mean, you don't want to sound like an asshole. <laughs> it's just easier. Yeah, you can say, fuck you, dad, and not fuck you, Roger. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I guess Roger's got the punch. I don't know. Hey, look, do what you want with your dad. Depends now you're bending. Yeah. Two, here's the, the thing. I think if your parents' names are Roger and Karen, yeah. you can do a, you know, fuck you, Karen. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Way better than fuck you, mom. Similarly, fuck you, Roger, way better than fuck you, Dad. Mm. Those are the two mm -hmm. names that you can do it with. Otherwise, forget it. What were the uh, Menendez brothers' <laughs> uh, parents named? I forget that. I, I don't know. It's just mom and dad to me right now. Yeah. yeah. I never watched that Law and Order show. With, no, nobody uh, did. Edie Falco. No, yeah. everybody forgot that. <laughs> so they go there and the lake is gone. It's like, what the fuck? Um, they get arrested by all these people. Like the, the military picks them up. Well, this is pretty. First of all, do a better job of keeping people out of this area, dude. How about do a better job of being a fucking parent, John Cusack? There's a huge fucking fence that's yeah. like, do not cross this yeah. military authorization, blah, blah, blah. And on the other side, it's not just that the lake isn't there anymore. There's fucking dead animals yeah. and there's like steam rising <laughs> from the ground. Guess what? Enjoy the fucking radiation poisoning or whatever your whole family has. Jose and Kitty, by the way. Oh, oh okay. nice. Uh, Fuck you, Kitty. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, so uh, they they get picked up, and then uh, Chuatel Ejiofor, uh, which I now I'm better at that. It was uh, a regular Saturday for him this day, I'll tell you. <laughs> Is he about to go to the puppy store? <laughs> he's going to eat pizza while he's there. <laughs> what a silly He folds sentence. it up like in Green Book. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so he he he's like, oh my god, are you Jackson Curtis? This is you so wrote dope. my favorite novel of all oh, time. This fuck bullshit. you, yeah. And it's like, and it's this weird thing where like they're really laying it on things. Like, you wrote this my favorite novel of all time. He's like, yeah, I did. He's like, 
man, it was so cool that even in the face of the apocalypse, everyone worked together and self-sacrificed. Like, yeah, that's odd. Is this a movie about the apocalypse? I guess it is. Huh. So those themes will probably be relevant in this movie. I, huh. I mean, we're only 30 minutes in, so who knows? Who you know, knows what's going to happen? I'm actually surprised, though, that this, is, that this screenplay was capable of doing such yeah. a thing. I was shocked that there was foreshadowing in this movie. As heavy-handed as this foreshadowing is, shocked. I mean, I didn't quite understand what was going on with those dead horses, like as far as like what exactly had happened to them. It looked like they got half eaten by the sarlacc and then thrown back yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that it was the monster from um is that there Natalie Portman picture Annihilation? Oh, right. Remember that yeah. bear monster? Oh, that bear monster Love that, that screams guy. like a man? Yeah, right. that thing's yeah. fucking terrifying. Or screams like a lady. Yeah. It's no. got that lady's voice in there. Oh, right. God they merged. They merged. They're really, really good rude. movies. Um, but yeah, like, why would you take your kids out there, Cusack? Mm-hmm. It's just so fucking irresponsible. You're getting picked up by the government now. Now you're on a list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he is overheard on their drive there. A crazy fucking West of the Rockies radio <laughs> dude, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. huh, that guy in the radio kind of sounds an awfully lot like Woody Harrelson. Keep yeah. in mind, I didn't remember a thing about this movie. I, I thought when you first see him, because he's like looking at them with binoculars, he's like, oh, Jake Busey's in this movie? I really <laughs> thought it was Jake Busey. I think I thought that too at first yes. when I was re-watching this. And uh, it's, we're introduced to Woody Harrelson. He's like spying them from afar with binoculars. Like Steve said, you know why I think it is, dude? Because Woody Harrelson, they're shooting him this like low-angle shot. Like you're looking up at his face. Yeah. And he's got a teeth in out right here. I think he's got fake teeth in or like something's going on. He, yeah, because he's looking like this hee-haw motherfucker. And he's got long hair. He does look like Jake Busey in PCU. Yeah. Like specifically. Oh, or you're Jake totally Busey right. in contact before he blows up that spaceship. Right. <laughs> Doesn't have like a white tunic, does yeah. he, in that in the drawer? Which is like, why not do spaceships? What's these arcs? Like to go to the space yeah. and come back when it's all done mixing up. <laughs> do, do, do a couple of laps around the universe, <laughs> yeah. come on back. Yeah, <laughs> um, look, just like looking for a spot, basically. You're just gonna, we're gonna go around. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, it, it would have been much safer than we find out that thousands of feet of Earth move from where they should be, and you got to look Seems around. For risky. <laughs> I'd say get out, get out. <laughs> so he, they wind up going. Uh, first of all, yeah, they, they, they let go. They're fucking killing French professors left and right. This fucking white family shows up. No, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, no, you 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 can leave. All you have to do is go sign these forms in these in this little fun trailer. I think it's only because <laughs> then everyone's dead. Oh, I didn't know what that. Sh- I didn't know what that noise was. For Those a are silenced pistols. I oh, they having, I thought they were having sex with. The I family. thought someone was pulling pud. No, yeah. no. That, that's yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. Coming on that whole family. <laughs> Hey, Noah and Lily, yeah, yeah, want to have some fun getting these white barrels. And uh, we'll just see what we want. But fun. The, the biggest stupid shit of this fucking scene is like these fucking clueless white tourists are like, what's going on here? And then the scientist, Chueleta Ejiofor? Chuetel Ejiofor. He's eating a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes out. So they get the scientist yes. to talk to the tourists. Yeah. Why? No, but just let, either let them go or don't. Like, yeah, whatever. this guy would be well, like Cusack and company would be dealing with military police or getting shot, fucking sight unseen. Well, no, it, isn't it like he sees uh, Chuetel Ejiofor sees him yes. from up? He's like, oh my, 
oh, oh my, oh, oh my God, is <laughs> oh my God, you're Jackson. Kirk. Oh my God, you wrote that piece of shit that I don't remember the name of because who would who watched this that movie? only sold 430 copies. Uh, it's called Farewell Atlantis. <laughs> And but it's like, a great book, apparently. <laughs> wouldn't, like, I don't know, 430 copies out no. of how many did they press? Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't like, it be at least in libraries? Wouldn't people kind of know about it even still? I mean, it, there's tons of books you don't know about. Or, but uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't say. <laughs> well, what is your logic here? <laughs> that I don't know. That it just seems, I, I feel like you'd accidentally sell more than 430 just Barnes yes. & Noble sales section. <laughs> well, this is before the days of Amazon's self-publishing, where yeah. he could have made a lot more money, I think. But it doesn't matter because he got the attention of one of the Jazz Boys. One of the Jazz Boys <laughs> well, gave, yes, it to, yes. jazz gave it to Boy his son. Jazz Boy Jr. Oh, yeah. Jazz Boy did buy it and then gave it to his son. You're correct, Chris. But that's, Jazz Boy the, the Jr. funny thing, so they're, they're, by the way, the, the Jazz Boys we're talking about are... This fucking shit. Oh, how about when they go to, they, they're getting on the, onto that cruise ship and the fucking ocean moves and they're like, I don't know about this ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's even worse because they're like, oh, man, uh, are you going to talk to your son? Uh, you, what uh, should we tell Edge for his father? Yeah, I'm gonna talk to my son. He's like, Yeah, I never talked to my son ever after he married that Asian woman. Oh, well, that's the movie. And I'm like, Wait, what? It's like, and it, he's not like, now correct me if I'm wrong, I did not pay attention to this film, uh huh, because it fucking sucks. Sure, mm-hmm. do we see? We don't ever see, no, we George- do. We, we do. We see it his is, son for one second. It yeah. is one of the funniest fucking parts of this movie. We can just get to it now because it, it, it yeah, matters. Cares? It yeah. matters none. Yeah. But so George Siegel is inspired uh, by his buddy who has a little heart to heart with Chiwetel over right. the phone. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna finally do it," even though he married that Japanese person. <laughs> such a weird, and he showed to be such a good guy the rest of the movie, and it's like yeah. this weird, like it's a weird thing. It's so weird, and he's yeah, he is like this fun loving, like he's fucking flirting with these old ladies yeah. in the crowd and kind of a thing. But I uh, hate Japanese people. Boo 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 doo doo Well, because of the war, skiddly bop deet. That's what that was exactly. And so he he calls right, and so the granddaughter answers the phone. Oh fuck! Because it's like hang up. It's like five thirty in the morning and he's looking at a baby picture oh were they watching 2012 <laughs> and he's like he's like oh hey uh let me talk to you know such and such and she's like oh mask is calling and it's like oh it's his father and she goes oh are you my grandfather he says yes the dude gets on the fucking horn and like the wife gets out of bed and she's like who is it and he's like hi hello what is this and then like on the you goes back to George Siegel in the fucking cruise ship and you just hear ah! <laughs> and they're just like fucking killed oh, immediately. What's jazz? <laughs> well, it's a it's like a scene out of that new Jurassic Park movie. It's like the Raptors got him. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, it definitely is. And then like he hangs up the phone. He's like, I was too late. Yeah, wow. think about work, it, guys. It's a great reversal of expectations because if you got a call at five thirty and someone said it's your dad, you'd be like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> he's calling me because I'm dead. Huh. <laughs> um so whatever um they during this camping trip uh Amanda Pete and what's his face Tom McCarthy go to a a, a grocery store right. it kind of explodes a little bit they get out of it they're like everybody's got to come back for this fucking camping trip camping trip over by the way camping sucks lol uh inappropriate moves in the grocery store by Tom McCarthy oh, here, yeah. by the way 
He He's like trying to get to third he base. grabs yeah. your chest and says, "Like peop- women pay me thousands to do this to them, and you get it for free." Also, you the, get it for free. The line—it's not just like a feel up. It's it's a feel up coupled with, "Let's have a baby." Yeah. yeah. What are you doing, dude? You're in the fucking soup aisle, man. <laughs> I need one of my own. <laughs> What it's I mean, disgusting. That's the move. You know, you got the, the rotten kids are out of the house. Yep. Just play it cool for another couple hours. You go home, you make a nice dinner. Right. After you fix, you, you know, you, you finish Sopranos disc four, <laughs> then you're like, oh, man, that Tony's a monster anyway. Man, you know, I was rarely left hornier than when I finished an episode of The Sopranos. No, oh. I mean, just whatever oh. you're getting through at home. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God, is it a dream episode? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He, he thinks oh, he's on the boardwalk again. He thinks he's on the... The fish is talking to him! Uh, my, my husband has a Tony fetish, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kevin fucking Finnegan! <laughs> is that God. a locker room? Oh, Damn, that's a great episode, though. That's, is it, is it not? I love it. Oh. Affinity, I believe. Uh, in any event, so that, that happens, and then they wind up... Uh, she's like, everybody's got to come home. And, oh, this is when he actually meets up with Harrelson. Like, Also, by the way, you're, you're camping alone with your kids. The government has sequestered you for the evening and let you go by the skin of your teeth. You don't know what biological weapon is, is around here. You're like, eh, I'm going to leave these kids in the tent, go wandering a little bit. Yep, just, just, a, just, a, just a nice midnight wander and I hang see out with Woody Harrelson in this fucking I camper. I could see doing that. Yeah, well, like what, well also, when he's like, hey, Woody Harrelson, you got any beer? You bring your own beer, asshole. It's camping. That's the whole thing. Absolutely. What are you doing without any alcohol? How are you going to make it through this weekend with these rotten kids? <laughs> he's really impressed that he has his own radio show. Yeah. Like, John Cusack, the whole reason he, he he's like, he turns on his radio yeah. and he hears Woody Harrelson. He's like, oh, what? It, Oh, oh right. that's right. Oh, could my... it be? Oh, my God. Uh, You're that lunatic from the like, woods. It's not even a radio show. He's just broadcasting out like yeah. it's his own <laughs> pirate broadcast. It's not like he's hired from by his anyone. Winnebago. Yeah. He's got a Yeah, he's got an AM spot on the dial. And I have to say, I'm pretty impressed with the reach of this thing Yeah, because they are driving like Way far away later on, and you can still hear Woody Harrelson broadcasting from the top of a fucking mountain. And they are the only people to have ever listened to his radio <laughs> yes. show. He's, uh, he's done 10,000 episodes, and they are the only person to ever accidentally well, hit it except, on the AM dial. Except for the most famous scientists in the world. Yeah. Oh, right. They have also listened to this. So, hey, man, you want to have a cartoon that tells you the whole movie real quick? I got it <laughs> on my computer. Because the whole gag is like, oh, yeah, he's this like wacky crazy yes. radio guy but he's actually right about everything mm-hmm. like the the way the world is coming to an end the the conspiracy with like the oligarchy to buy slots on this arc like he telegraphs the yeah. whole movie i made a jib jab about it if you sit down and watch this look at that i, I said it all it's cool it's also I, it's here's a jib jab of me doing uh uh tears for fears man it's a pretty fun jib jab Something happens and I'm head over heels. <laughs> got a flappy mouth like that South Park show. <laughs> and it will truly be a planet of jib jab. <laughs> oh, dude, count me out. <laughs> uh, around here is where we're introduced to this uh, Russian oligarch, yes. dude. We go to Vegas for a little bit. Had to squeeze in that Michael Buffer cameo. Uh, dude, What? Why, why, why pay that guy for this? I don't know, but he was happy to do it, dude. He was happy to say ready to rumble in this fucking... Mm-hmm. Disaster movie. 
And he does. And it's like this thing with the Russian oligarchs like telling this uh, boxer, like, you know, you got to win for the win one for the Gipper. And he's got this like trophy girlfriend. They sit down and like he gets this. He has like this special text service for when the world's going to end. And, like, I think that's the only thing that this telephone does. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And he just kind of leaves the boxing match, like, up and leaves. It's like, ding, 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 you're on arc three, we're boarding soon, and he fucking pieces out. This boxer gets the fucking shit kicked out of him, too. He does. And we're also introduced to his weird catchphrase, which is, like, he goes up to the the boxer and his trainer, and he's like, are are you ready to start the fight? And he says, yes, sir, yes, Mr. Karpov, good. This is good. Oh, yeah. And that's, he says that line oh, this is good, approximately yeah. 15 more times before the movie ends. Yeah, well, you know, you got to have a catchphrase with some of these people. <laughs> what else are you going to put on a T-shirt? Uh, <laughs> T-shirt for 2012. I guarantee you they're out there. <laughs> really? That says, this is good. <laughs> no, but... Is that a pull quote? <laughs> somebody give me that T-shirt. <laughs> Just yeah, that guy's pull quote face. for the movie, dude. This is good. Uh, said by character in the film. <laughs> Camping sucks. Noah also. <laughs> I'm into that. So he, Cusack drives through the night, drops him off. Yeah. We're having pancakes. Wouldn't you know it? He's the Russian's driver. And they're like, hey, you got to pick up my kids. My right. rotten twin kids. I hate these kids. The fact that both these kids make it really pissed me off. It sucks. You got two of them. Kill one. I or thought one was going down. I, thought, I really, I really did. thought so, too. Yeah. So, yeah, he picks them up. They're, like, rotten. And they even say to him, and, like, so basically, he le- uh, Cusack leaves Harrelson, like, you're a nutcase, blah, blah, blah. Right. And one of these kids is like, you're going to die, and my dad is going to live. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, this is really happening. He rents a plane. He drives back to Amanda Pete's house and picks up the whole family as the world. This is when the world really starts to crumble. This is the Arnold-esque thing because they have the television on during breakfast. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to tell you once and for all that these quakes was just an anomaly. Things are going back to normal. When can you start? No, you can come to California. These quakes are nothing. What sucks is that they don't even get a person who kind of looks like Arnold. This guy looks like Bruce Greenwood. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck was Jurgen Prochnow doing at that exact oh. moment you're making this movie? Such a good point. Probably saying no. <laughs> Getting ready for the Anaguru Armageddon. <laughs> but he does have, it's like so dumb because it's like you hear him doing this bad impression. And it's like, all right, I get it. It's Arnold. But they have to take it even farther in the screenplay. And he's like, yeah, of all the crazy people I've taken down over the years in my movies. Uh, nothing has been more formidable than the Earth's crust, or like whatever it is. But he like mentions like that he was in movies, and it's like I fucking get it, dude. I I fucking get that this is supposed to be Arnold because he's um he's uh, Cusack's now like on the phone with Pete, like look, we've got to get our kids. We're we're leaving. I rented a plane. They're like you're crazy. The governor said it's fine. And he's like he's an actor. He's reading off a script, man. Oh right, yeah. This oh, will Jesus. be the last stand. Don't go a running man. <laughs> But it is the end of days. It is the end of days. Pretty soon you'll have a new genesis, right? The Terminator, the genesis. I don't want to have to be a kindergarten cop with you people. Just stay home. This is my long goodbye. Do not wait for the sixth day to leave. Leave now. We're not saying the long goodbye. There's a movie I was in. I was my one of my first. And remember, when you're going out to support a small business around the holidays, you're going to jingle all the way. 
It might sound stupid, but I'm actually going to pump iron. I'm, going, also, to pump, this, I'm going to pumping iron. This Hercules is going to New York. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I'm coming in the gym. I'm coming in the apocalypse. Oh, but that's what it is. So he ends the press conference with, it seems to me the worst is over. Yeah. And then immediately the earth starts falling apart. But we will have a Christmas in Connecticut. <laughs> wow, you're remembering that one. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, everything starts going crazy right here. This is the big fucking Hey, Danny chase Glover, scene. am I the one that's going to break the news here or what? What happened to the Macy's Day Parade? <laughs> Shit, man, this is on you. I got the... Go- no, I'm I'm going to put punt the ball. <laughs> Look, everything is fine. Da- ask Danny Glover what's going on, honestly. Look, you people have laws in place that prevented me from running for president. <laughs> Had I won the election, yes, I would have announced the end of the world before Thanksgiving. <laughs> now I'm left holding the bag. Now I am collateral damage. <laughs> Cusack right here, though, when he's like screaming at everybody to get in the car, he does have a nice, we're keeping this PG-13 still, yeah. but he has a screaming, get in the fucking car! Yeah. Not too bad. And he grabs everybody. He even grabs the stepdad. They're all going, and they're yep. like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Uh, and this is like, there's a lot of like fun gags of like the worst Ugh. devastation you've ever seen. Also, in your life. but like he knocks Gordon, uh, Tom McCarthy's car into a hole and yeah. it's like, Oh, I'm sure. Oh, right. Yeah. <sighs> and he's just like giving him a look like, you know, that car's not surviving, right? <laughs> Either in any way. Event, yeah, you're yeah. fine. It's bullshit though. Like this movie I feel is like he's, uh, Roland Emmerich has just been trying to like top himself with yes. the destruction. Yeah. And this movie is like the swan song of it all. Like we have the gag around here 75 911s. This is 2012 911s. Like yeah. just endless amounts of building and seeing people falling out of buildings. But the weird thing is that I mean, I understand like he's the only one that knows of Woody Harrelson's whatever. But no one else, like, there's these old ladies that are like, well, I'm trying to get to the grocery that, store. And it's like, yes, dude, yes. I know that they're old, yes. but they know what buildings crumbling means. No, and that's what's, they don't. And what's funny is when they hit a fucking building or whatever, or the earth, dude, and they yeah. die. These old ladies great. eat some shit, they man. They absolutely die. do. It's great. Speaking of shit, they also get in a spraying shit all over the car joke. Did uh-huh. everyone miss no, this? I, I, was I, it I, feces? Yeah, feces. Oh, it's absolutely feces. Okay. What? Was, this, yeah. was this in the movie or on your laptop? It's, <laughs> it, it, it's both. No difference. Uh, no, no. There's an actual like he turns some and like some like pipe goes loose. Oh, and, is like, that what it shit is? Sprays all over the car, oh. and the girl, the little girl, says it stinks. Oh, right. <laughs> you're gonna die, kid. <laughs> yeah. Let's maybe not care so much about this. And stuff. you're watching. Non-stop destruction. Like your you, that house had all your friends in it. That fucking place yep. had mm-hmm. other people you knew. Like, your school, you better believe that's gone. Exactly, and everyone is Yay, dead. School's <laughs> gone. Uh, they make it to this landing strip. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, and also, also, like, it's kind of. It doesn't look that good. This, I mean, like the, the limo part's fun, but like, it's yeah. a little non-specific in terms of like. The destruction the of L.A. Co- well, the thing is, because L.A. is non-specific as a city, That's there's true. not a lot of towers or anything, so it's yeah. just parking garages and freeways <laughs> collapsing. You see a ton of cars fall, and the cars look good because, you know, we got matchbox car technology 
in the CGI. Do you even see the Capitol Records building go down? You don't. No, well, none of that. You don't see the Hollywood sign. I think he was specifically not trying to do that this time around. Well, I don't. Th- I think that he's sort of like he's a little north. I think is yeah. the idea. You do a see Randy's donuts. That's kind of a oh, uh, that's right. Actually, LA, yeah, whatever, you do marker, see that, and it's rolling around. The donut is rolling around. Can you imagine that? <laughs> you see um, the the Venice Beach pier, the the boardwalk pier there, like go get pushed into the ocean. Mm-hmm. That definitely happens because this is the big like. It's the San Andreas fault yeah. line is is collapsing and California is literally falling. You into see the one ocean. of those useless subway cars fly for a second. Yeah. All well, right. this is so. Th- all right. So th- let's get to this airport because they get to the airport. The pilot is fucking hilariously just laying there dead. I don't what know what happened, happened to this guy. Heart attack, dude. Damnedest thing. <laughs> yes. Like, he's just dead, and I'm like, what happened? He's dead holding the fucking gas pump yeah, still. Was he, like, murdered? Was it an accident? <laughs> Dude, was I think murdered? it was foul play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, if there was ever a perfect time to murder oh, somebody. Yeah. Go crazy. What are they going to do? I know the Menendez brothers should have waited for this day. <laughs> I don't know if they could have held out that long, man. That's no. true. Those parents were pretty <laughs> oppressive. That, that's what the mans were really <laughs> predicting. Like, one day you will be able to kill without with impunity. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world necessarily. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I think that's what they, look, we'll wait for Black Friday. That'll right. be murder day. Right. <laughs> if I announce it now, it's going to be murder day now. I want to wait <laughs> I guess it's after true. the Macy's Day parade. You wait till the day that Americans are murdering each other in the street. Exactly. Anyway, no one will know Friday. the difference. It's the closest we've come yet to the purge, by the way. That's true. Uh, so they take off. It turns out Tom McCarthy is taking, we're told, some flying lessons. Yeah. They get the plane off the ground. And then this is what I don't understand. Like, they make it. The runway's collapsing. Blah, 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 blah. Pull up, motherfucker. This guy is yes. dro- like flying this fucking plane through all the destruction like he's fucking Harrison Ford in Star Wars. It's really something. Pull up. Get out of there. Have they- you taken a few lessons? <laughs> they, he, they only really take off because the ground leaves them. <laughs> yes, it's true. And like they just cannot get any altitude or won't get any altitude or whatever. I don't know what's going on. But when that subway is yeah. flying through, he's like dodging that. It's like if they made... Uh, uh, a fucking stupid Disney World 2012 ride where you got in one of those simulators yep. that had don't, the hydraulic lifts. Don't think that wasn't discussed. Do not think that Absolutely. that's what the scene is like. Yep. Well, if this this really works out, we could have the whole the 2012 uh, Escape LA. Right, yeah. No. Welcome to 2012 Escape LA. It is me, <laughs> Roland Emmerich. Eat shit, Dean Devlin. Welcome to my own ride. ride. <laughs> Yes. No, you'd you'd expect John Cusack or someone to introduce. No, it is me, Roland Emmerich. <laughs> These days, he's trying to get him to like put it on VR. So. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. They would be electrified. Um. So yeah, they're like, they go back to fucking Yellowstone because he's looking for Woody Harrelson because Woody Why? Harrelson's got a map. To wherever they're fucking keeping these boats, and Woody Harrelson has the, the the idea that again, like this is the movie I want, but this is also what I would be doing. Although I'd be totally naked, he's like, <laughs> he's like, look, the world is literally ending. Yep, yeah. I am not gonna try and run around and get my hair messed up waiting for fucking what? Like, I want to die with either no dignity or all the dignity One somewhere or the other. In between, exactly no 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 half measures for me dude yep no dude you would find me on the top of that mountain stark naked fucking a sheep oh mm-hmm. just zero oh my dignity god is that what you always wanted to do end times dude i don't know what i've always wanted to do that's the thing once you realize the world's coming in who knows the thoughts that are going to cross your mind number 1 on the list eat a human <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. Go well, cannibal. This, this whole like I need the map to where the the deep state is going. I'm going to go to the crazy conspiracy theorist radio show. Like you just go to Alex Jones and f- go to Comet Ping Pong Pizza and wait and <laughs> exactly. wait for those the guys, government to show up. Those guys don't know shit about shit. Yes, exactly. The yeah. gag should have been he's like, oh, here's the exact map he was talking about, and John Cusack unfolds it, and it's fucking Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's or like, th- X marks the spot. <laughs> you know, Magic Kingdom is where these boats are, or something. The, the only thing you have to know that he's a nut is that he thinks it's spaceships, not actual ships. Yes, that's and he eats pickles. Oh, yeah, he loves That's, pickles. like, supposed to be the weird thing about him. Which I took offense to, dude, because let me tell you something. My old man makes a mean batch of pickles. Oh. I was I was, uh, I was, was at my parents' house a couple weeks ago. He hooked me up with one of these jars of pickles. Man, I've been going through this pickles jar of pickles. Pickles are great. 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 I agree spaceships make more sense, <laughs> and 100%. I like pickles. Uh, listen, I mean, this is a movie where the world is ending yeah. in a fucking ridiculous Cucumbers fashion. can fuck off, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that I'm shit. saying you should have had it be spaceships. Yeah. Why this movie tries to ground it in we're just making super boats. Let's go to space, people. <laughs> also, speaking of pickles, you find me on top of a mountain because I know the world is ending and I have a penchant mm-hmm. for pickles. Yeah. I'm eating pickles with both ends, my friends. Absolutely. Everything yeah. everything yeah. goes. Butt yeah. bites, dude. <laughs> Butt bites are totally happening. See which end fucking sells out first. <laughs> exactly, because you know what? The world is ending yeah. and let's see what it's all about. Uh, I'm not going bread and butter, though. No, I, no, I can't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Do it. No, I, I like some chili flakes <laughs> in the brine. Uh, yeah. uh, the, the pickle man at my farmer's market makes a fucking mean wasabi pickle. Mm. Really? I, Look mean, out I, below. I like them all, man. I like bread and butter too. Just fucking give me all these pickles in my face. <laughs> no, I just, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dill man. I'm a dill man. So, Woody, I'm a dill man. <laughs> Woody Harrelson is like, oh man, it's all over, baby. Here comes the end times. <laughs> he gets it pretty well. Like, his whole like area of the mountain erupts right. and like kind of flies. It becomes like a big volcano. Projectile, right? yeah. yeah. And he just kind of like. There's smolders. a volcano atomic bomb. Yes. That's the, that goes off around here. Well, and this like, is Mount Bighorn in Yellowstone explodes. And it's next to this little dinky airplane that like Amanda Peet and Tom McCarthy are like uh, fueling up while, you know, uh, both Cusack and the little girl go find this guy and look for the map. First of all, I'm like, hey, Lily, while I'm driving this fucking thing, you go look for that map. Anything else on the map you bring to me right now. Yep. Whilst I'm driving. This is what I understand, too, is he's a very organized lunatic. Yeah. Woody Harrelson in the shelf, like that you see Cusack, like yeah. he's like books, whatever. There is a whole section that just says maps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick up the whole fucking pile <laughs> and get in that goddamn airplane. Exactly. What are you talking? What are you worried about bringing too many maps for? Woody Harrelson's not coming back for the rest of these maps, dude. So, but this whole gets fucking- there and Amanda Pete's like, no, that's too many maps. We can't fit it. We can't fit them. We're not taking off. There's too many maps in here. It's too heavy. It's too heavy. All right, throw the boy out of the plane. We haven't found which one of the maps it is yet. Plus, he could be Brahms the boy. I don't know. That could be a fucking doll person. It's very true. Uh, yeah, he winds up. Uh, there's this whole stupid scene. Yeah, where he, he lets everybody go. He finds the one map that he needs. The one true map should have also been either, like I said, the Disneyland thing or how great would this be? It's a fucking diner place map. Mm. That'd be something. And he winds up like going into the sinkhole, and everybody thinks he's dead, and like blah blah blah. And Tom McCarthy's like, "Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> goodbye, third wheel." Uh, <laughs> 
but he makes it on the plane, and they have to go to China. They realize they have to go to China. This is when they hook up with the Russian oligarch. I don't even know how or why this happens, but it does. Who cares? The uh, they're in this airport, and Karpov, the yes. the Russian guy, uh, his pilot's like, "I need a co-pilot. We've got the oh, airplane. Right. I need a co-pilot." And John Cusack yells, "Tom McCarthy." is a co-pilot. Let's get this thing going. Right. So now they're in this huge fucking spruce moose plane. The Russian pilot looks a lot like Tom Brady, not for nothing. Definitely did. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hope Tom Brady has the same end. <laughs> and, and he's right Sasha, and he's the sexy Russian, because it's oh, like yeah. sexy Russian and like fat, demented Russian. Those are the two types. Because <laughs> he's also got a sexy Russian girlfriend. The thing that's totally impossible in this movie, though, is the fucking Russian premiere is made out to be this like loving kind man sure okay we'll see we'll see how it all goes <laughs> we'll see what shakes out the world should just end like yeah, what are we doing well that's well, that, so this is also like this is undercut with like so now their shit is really hitting the fan and danny glover is like okay everybody get on air force one by the way i'm gonna stay behind Yep. Which I, I would do the Mayor Quimby thing. I would give this address mm-hmm. where it's like, it looks like I'm in the White House. And it's like, <laughs> it is me. Oh, it's it's all of us. We're in this together. I I wanted to tell you at the Macy's Parade. But Walking by with steel drums behind <laughs> you. Exactly. The worst possible time. But like, that's what I would do. Like, I would, because like, yeah. because there's no material difference between actually dying with everybody and, and actually pretending that you did. That's it's so true. dumb. And like, someone makes mention of like, well, it looks like the captain's going down with the ship or something. And I'm like, no, you got to stay alive for the country. Also, where is head of head of the Secret Service, Nick Nolte, to yank his collar and say, yes. you're getting on the fucking plane. You got on the goddamn plane now. Uh, anyone else notice this? Uh, a, co- a connection between this and Independence Day in both movies, the vice president dies yep. off screen. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, because it's almost as if the vice president's a totally meaningless position, Ooh. and someone who may have served as vice president actually doesn't have really any experience that's worthwhile whatsoever. It's like yep. it's a ceremonial thing that just sort of happens. It's a nice. <laughs> he might be a nice guy, maybe. I don't know. Also, Tate Donovan asked for too much. <laughs> we had a vice president character. We had to cut him. And 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 now Mr. Anheuser, yes. Oliver Platt seizes control of the United States government because who the fuck knows where the speaker of the house is? It's a weird he's like he's like, "Well, I don't care where he is and I'm just going to do it." What are you going to say like, to that? Like like who is he again? Does he he's like the head of the Department of the Interior maybe he's at the chief best? Of, he's the chief of chief staff. Of oh, chief of Okay. That's, That's even sort of, worse. Yeah, it's not good. Well, because Chiwetel, they're like, the vice president has been killed. Mm. And Oliver Platt's like, all right, well, that's it. I'm the king of the world. <laughs> and Chiwetel's like, hey, man, what about the Speaker of the House? He's like, there's a fucking protocol for all this. And Oliver Platt's like, well, we don't have time to go find him. Yeah. It's like, no, you do. Well, though, he's like, oh, if this is one flight he shouldn't have missed. And he's like, let's go. Yeah, it's like, wheels uh, up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they leave and like, he, uh, Danny Lover, not only uh, does not tell Danny Newton that he's leaving her, he kind of gives her a call and she's like, You fucking ass. Uh, try to guess where I'm calling from. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's not the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, if the president, if I'm either Oliver Platt or Chiwetel Ejiofor or Danny Newton and I find out the president doesn't want to go, I'm like, Wait, what's going on in these arcs? Because it can't be that good. Right. 
if he wants to be like, yeah, I'd rather be dead than be. Oh, oh, you enjoy that arc, dude. Yeah, no, it's good for you guys. No, not for me. The calling it arcs. It's just a bunch of people and six giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> but you honestly might as well be dead because, yes. like you always say, like. Steve Sadek's famous for saying, I never want to be unplugged for the Matrix if yeah. I was in the Matrix. And that's what this would be. You'd be fucking like eating squirrels and shit. Exactly. At best. At best. I don't know, man. What winds up happening to Danny Glover is quite horrific, though. <laughs> I a, must say. It's a, we can do it now. How does, it, how does he go? So it's like he's wandering the fucking lawn of the White House. He's which like is trying to been, save like a boy this, or something. He's going to find your mother. Yeah. So fucking funny is because he's just like, I need help over here. And the this paramedic's like, I'm fucking busy. <laughs> right. Shut up. The wa- Shut up. The the Washington Monument yes. fucking crashes and there's a huge dust cloud, very nine eleven y imagery here. And then all of a sudden he wakes up from that to see a humongous wave bearing down oh, on him. Carrying the not- USS John F. Kennedy. A fucking <laughs> battleship falls on his head. Uh, it's my final revenge on Washington. Uh, America, let me die, and now I'm going to lay the final death blow to America. <laughs> You all knew you were all in on it. <laughs> You're all uh, culpable, the whole damn nation. I don't care how many presidents it's been. You're in on it. Take this, LBJ. And as you see this battleship fucking crashing down on this man, he just goes, I'm coming home, Dorothy. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, it's a fucking Red Fox slash Wizard of Oz. Re- reference right here is that what's Question going on? Mark, I, I sort don't of. Know. I guess so. But you're saying this is a bad death. <laughs> I would like to be crushed by a battleship. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just that's, that's waiting for the that like the. I'd rather be crushed by a battleship than starve to death next to a smelly giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to eat that giraffe. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah right. First things first. We're having giraffe, giraffe burgers tonight. Oh of my course. god, that neck would last like at least a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they piled up on giraffes. <laughs> Just ask whatever fucking hee haw. Fucking cousin fucker from Excuse wherever me? that woman that fucking killed oh. that poor giraffe recently. Oh, and oh, she was no. like, "I'm conserving animals," and it was like, "Go fuck yourself." Well, I mean, conserve animals by shooting yourself in the head because there's too many humans. It's true, right? that's exactly right. Take your own advice, lady. Fucking end it all. Now, uh, Eric, maybe a fucking battleship will fall on your head. <laughs> yes, Chris. Yes, I, I have a question for you. Okay, please. On your list, I know you have a list of your favorite ways that you could die. Yeah, where is crushed by a uh, battleship? <laughs> It's not the 30 it's range. Not, it, yeah, it's definitely not making the top 10. Uh-huh. But it's, it's in the mix. I mean, Counting up Eric's favorite ways to die. Shockingly, number seven, trapped by a Ghostbuster. <laughs> number 31, uh, being crushed by a Star Destroyer. Well, that's a fictional thing. <laughs> and number 30 would be the battleship. Number one, being choked to death by Darth Vader. Dark Vader. I, I never really saw that movie. Um, no. You know what? I, I know, look, the world is ending. Uh, the president was just crushed by a battleship. I'm just going to say it. I never saw Star Wars. Yep. yep there so it what's it called? Star Wars. I've been calling it Star Conflict. <laughs>
so whatever. Um, so Danny Glover's dead. Uh, we're running around on this uh, airplane. This, this airplane is like running out of fuel is the idea. We're running out of fuel, and they're like, oh, we're going to gas up in Hawaii. Yes, but Hawaii's gone, baby. Yeah, all those volcanoes fucking went sky high. And this is when, like, it's kind of shitty, like... Well, uh, Sasha, the pilot, is just lucky to be here, and Tom McCarthy—he's a co-pilot. I'm gonna go down and go. To, I'm gonna go downstairs and go to sleep. You yep. wake me when uh, you get there, man. It's like nobody's hanging out with this dude. Like Amanda Pete does not go up to hang out with this dude at all. Well, it's a very weird thing. Like every time there's a situation in the cockpit, Tom McCarthy comes down yes. into the the where everybody else is. There, by the way, it's a plane full of cars, like yes. fucking Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, hey, guys, uh, can you come up here for a second? And he specifically means Cusack and this fucking Russian dude. Mm-hmm. It's very specifically like, guys, yes, get only, in here. Only dudes. Yeah, oh, the fucking He-Man Woman Haters Club has a problem up in the cockpit. Well, he says that, but I think it's mostly to keep an eye on Noah. Yeah. And to see where he's <laughs> no. making sure he's okay. Uh, little one? Where's little one? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't uh, replied to my facts lately. <laughs> And what's his face? But like, Cusack is putting all the moves on Amanda Pete. He's like, hey, let's go inside this car and have Dude. Out. Remember how we used to fuck inside of cars? Remember all the fiddling we used to do in the back of my Volkswagen? He's like, all right, dude, whatever. You're, a, you're 25 years older than me. I don't remember that. No, that that much. I mean, so much of this movie does become like, we need to preserve the f- nuclear family dynamic. Absolutely. Get this fucking stepfather right the hell out of here. Yes. Biological come only. Well, my the, friend, the weirdest part about it, biological come only, as opposed absolute, to artificial come, uh, whatever a stepdad's come. Number one, <laughs> biological come only. But the, the, what the movie is almost saying, and I think I actually thought this is where this is what the movie was going was like, yeah, you know, Jackson Curtis wrote this book about self sacrifice. It's yeah. going to be about his journey to realize, like, oh wait. This family's kind of better off without me. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Oh, like, right, back right, because right. like later in the movie, like he even goes up to the kid and they kind of come to, to come to terms and they're like, "You really like that Gordon guy, right?" He's like, "Yeah, he's a pretty awesome dude." He's like, "I guess he's a pretty awesome dude." Now, I thought that was kind of like, you know what, dude? And you know, I was conflating some motion pictures here yeah. at this point because I was thinking exactly what you were and misremembering. Uh, Kurt Russell's horrendous death in the film Poseidon, mm-hmm. where you see him just drown and he's like shaking and shit. Like that has stuck with me over the years. <laughs> That's a fucking dumb movie, and Poseidon Adventure never needed to be remade ever. But Kurt Russell as the ex mayor of New York City, like sacrificing it all, man, that got me in the theaters and afterwards. Wow. But it, then, like, when the movie here started continuing, I was like, oh, no, you're thinking of Poseidon. Oh, John Cusack's going to live through this whole thing. I, mean, I conflated this with Titanic, and I thought he, like, fell and hit, like, a blade going uh, down. Oh, no, no. There, there's only one propeller guy in Hollywood history. Dude. <laughs> but, uh, actually, speaking of Titanic, we should say really quickly, so oh. that, th- there is that scene where uh, George Seagal calls uh, his, his son, and he was too racist to have any bonds, and that guy doesn't deserve closure, so that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but, like... Like, this fucking, this boat, because they're watching the news of, like, because they're just on a boat, like, in the middle of nowhere on a cruise ship. This cruise ship, because everyone's, like, being quiet, like, the cooks are still in the kitchen. There should be 120 days of fucking Sodom, dude. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) No way. Fucking sucking. A cruise ship anyway. There should be 
cooking a, up some loving down there. Exactly. A cruise ship They'll at the end of... They'll call it a mess hall for nothing. <laughs> cruise ship at the end of the world. I am cooking babies downstairs. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> I am making baby steaks. Who wants them? Really? So yeah. that's what... We're cooking babies <laughs> at the end of the world. By the way, we're rolling out to the end of days. <laughs> You're First right, of all, you should not be going on a cruise where they allow children. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's actually you know, you're right. You, you want to be fucking standing, stranded in a fucking broke down boat, shitting in fucking pots Apparently, and pans. Apparently, there, there, there are emergency rations to Steve over here. Whenever Steve goes on a fucking flight, he looks at his kid as a flotation <laughs> device. Mm, sure, hope we don't break down, Junior. I'm just saying it's the end of everything. <laughs> Clearly, God doesn't exist because he's letting this happen. Absolutely. It's time to cook some babies. Uh, or maybe he exists and he's just fucking sick and tired of it all, dude. Exactly. He's sick and tired uh-huh. of Either the Either way, I'm, I, whatever, it's not going to work out well for me. I might as well cook a baby or two. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Mister, is that tartar sauce you're pouring on me? <laughs> oh, man. To, and to your point, Steve, everybody's naked in this crew. Of like, course. You're, you're not fucking wearing clothes <laughs> anymore. <laughs> second why is everyone no longer wearing clothes i feel like i will always wear clothes i will die (laughs) in clothes i'll be buried in clothes never even don't even dress me just keep me in clothes eric you're you're maybe your wife is like hey let's finally take that cruise you're like i hate cruises i never wanted to take a cruise Mm -hmm. yeah you you, you get browbeaten on you're there maybe there's a couple's friends and all sorts of stuff like you keep uh, losing at shuffleboard you know this Mm kind of sucks and then like the news reports come on like hi by the way the world is ending yep everything's out the window dude Fucking sucking, mm-hmm. eating babies, not wearing clothes. <laughs> what? Doritos. I'm. 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 I'm going into the Doritos stash of this place. <laughs> the I'm Doritos. Uh, sir, Eric, <laughs> sir, could you please direct me to the Doritos locker? Exactly. Doritos. There's like there's that room with all the shotguns, and then right next to it is the room with all the Doritos, <laughs> equally locked up. By the way. Oh, you'd have to do that on a cruise. Forget it's it. It's like you need two guys to use keys at the same time. <laughs> the captain opens it up, throws a bag to the first man. Lock and load. <laughs> we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go to the emergency provisions. The Doritos, <laughs> the jalapeno ones. Yep, it's gonna have to happen. Oh now. yeah, dude. Now, Eric, at least let me ask yes. you: Would you at least start wearing shorts then? <laughs> <laughs> would I, your I, modesty I, allow being on a cruise at the end of the world to show your calves? I feel attacked right now because. <laughs> People listening that follow me on Instagram saw uh-huh. me in shorts in uh-huh. Florida. But that was so a breakthrough. Do they know that? That, <laughs> that, that was that it happened once. Maybe it'll happen again. Who knows? Well, fingers um, crossed. Yeah. So, but this thing—it's a pretty good capsizing. It's not too bad. It's a weird. You know, though, I need to see George Seagal getting fucking spit right out the other side of this boat. Yeah, he's like hanging racist. onto a fucking table yeah. leg. You know, and, and uh, Chewetel edges for his dad like falls off the wagon. Okay, congratulations. I mean, like, yes, definitely for yes. sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you throw all those fucking coins in the in the exactly. ocean. Exactly, and it's a profound struggle. And God bless you all for doing it. But you know what? At the end of it all. Oh, I'm getting it wet, dude. Mm-hmm. My whistle and my wiener. <laughs> um, I was about to ask which one. <laughs> in, so they find uh, whatever. They're, they realize that they can't uh, land this stupid plane. Uh, what they're going to do is... They're going to drop, get in these cars and drive off or something, right? It's right. just like Fast and Furious, yeah. uh, part seven, I believe. And I'm so stupid. I'm watching this movie. I'm just like, 
That sounds smart because <laughs> there's airbags and seatbelts. Yeah, well, I mean, it's listen, also, this when you're like in a, this position, I mean, yeah. it's there are worse ideas. This is kind of like a cargo plane. It doesn't seem yeah. like there's much seating for these people. No, I mean, this this Russian dude says like he had this plane specifically because they were in Vegas for the car this, show. Yeah, this like Las Vegas car show or something. Uh, and so yeah, so they all they. You know, shoot out this the the cargo bay there, and Sasha is going to bravely sacrifice himself. Well, right, well, but and he also, thinks he's going to make it, but then he doesn't. Not before a Bentley commercial, yep. oh, where Jesus. where it's like yep. the car won't start, and he's like, "Oh wait, 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 engine start! Oh, the voice control, these Bentleys, oh, you good, good car." This is good car. They hit the snow. The plane's going down. It's all the handling of this car, too. (laughs) You know, man, when I'm facing the end of the world, end time such as it is, I like to get my Lincoln. I've been driving driving around the Chinese ice desert or whatever's happening in this movie. I've been driving a Lincoln before the world was ending. Oh, by the way, yeah, if the world is ending, uh, the wild turkey is in the car with me. Uh, That's that's for for gosh darn sure. I will finally combine both of those commercials. And I might be eating a baby sandwich. You never know (laughs) the end of the world, man. Wild turkey is also the nickname for Guy Fieri. (laughs) He's in that backseat. Oh, that's right. They're best buds. They are best friends. What do you think Guy Fieri is calling Matthew McConaughey? Ooh, good one. Uh, Connie? Connie Ooh, might be. Come Mac- on, Connie! <laughs> McCon. Yep. The McCon, maybe? Maybe. I think it's something like... like it. It's like way not even a play on his name. Like he's calling right. him the Colonel for no reason. <laughs> for no reason he's calling him the Colonel. I bet you you're fucking We're right. rolling out. We're spending Turkey Day at the Colonel's house. <laughs> After this year, oh wait, up- what's Danny Glover saying? Wait, what? <laughs> After this year, he's absolutely calling him Moon Dog, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he I kind of just want to call him Moon Dog. Now, if Guy Fieri was cooking a baby up uh-huh. oh, on the end of the world, that not might a be bad, something. Not a bad situation. You know, covered def- in donkey sauce. Donkey sauce. There's definitely bacon involved. You're rendering right. the fat. Like kind a, of sick, dude, a human- total sick side of guac, dude. Mm-hmm. Human bacon, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it would be pretty good. So Sasha bites. It's a pretty good. This plane falls off. It kind of like slowly teeters down this cliff and then just blows up Bronson style. And this oligarch's girlfriend, who's been barely a character up to this point, is now sort of a character. She's like, no, oh, no, it's him. And like you kind of realize they might have had something going on. There's a thing beforehand where they sort of exchange looks like you see it going on. And so like they finally make it to where they're supposed to be sort of. Uh, this like extraction team picks up only the Russian oligarch and his two twins, and the yep. woman and her dog are like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And he's like, "Ah, no, you are cheating on me. Goodbye, you woman. By the way, why wouldn't I have left you at any other point? But now, here's why, dude. Just in the off chance, mm. there's a moment for an end of times hand job. Oh, okay. well, also keep Sasha happy, keep him unsuspecting. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, right, you need your pilot even yeah. better than my hand job theory. Because <laughs> like you are not worth one billion euros. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. And yeah. like, then the the other family is like, well, yeah, I guess this makes sense. We never had a chance in hell to get on this boat. Cusack's like, well, yeah, you know, you can't beat the system. <laughs> Best of luck. Uh, they go off, um, and then this. This other family that has been barely a factor in this film. Oh, the Chinese family? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they just run into each other 
And they're like, oh, you know, um, our son helped build the ark, so we're good. You want to come with? Yeah, go come with. Come on, it's fine. They're good in the sense that, like, this dude is, like, sneaking his yes. brother and the two grandparents By like, the way, in. they didn't expect to even hit, like, China and the Himalayas here. They, it's a th- Like, the earth was a thousand feet away, like we said earlier, and it was apparently Jackson Curtis knew about this as... Earth crust displacement theory. Oh, right. From like 1958. Well, because right. it's part of one of uh, uh, Woody Harrelson's huge like oh, ramble offs. Right. Like, it's in his jib jab video. Yeah, he's like, Hap- uh, Professor Hapgood knew about this. And like, there's actually a scene in the plane where, he's, where John Cusack's like, Oh my God, Professor Hapgood. <laughs> yeah. Charlie was right. <laughs> awesome. Let's go. And so, like the last act of this movie, which takes forever, it's insane. So this is the movie that long. refuses to end because it's it's basically we the the a a story is Cusack and the, and the team are trying to smuggle onto the boat. B story is Chiwetel Ejiofor is like we need to save as many people as possible because like four of the five arcs aren't ready. So it's like there's a lot of people left in. in uh, no, it's that they're all ready, and okay. then it's it's arc number three. Which uh-huh. this fucking Lugash motherfucker, this Russian oligarch, supposed to get on when one of the shifts happened or something? Yes. The cave fell in and destroyed like the ceiling of this arc. Okay, so they're not letting anyone on this one arc, and everybody's like, "Well, sorry, dude, you were arc number three. Yeah. That's where y'all gotta go." Whoops. Well, it's just, like, this thing is like, "Oh no, wait here. Another arc is gonna come in." Uh, just <laughs> no, 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 no. You just wait. Your here. arc will be here in twenty minutes. <laughs> well, it's what it's rerouting. It's now twenty-five minutes. <laughs> He's it's just weird. turning in circles. <laughs> there's, there's nine nine arcs near me. I don't understand. <laughs> Why why not this arc? Why not that arc? <laughs> oh, this arc has two star rating. Uh, so whatever. And Stephen McHattie is involved at this point. When you need a surly guy yeah. to play a surly military guy, you call Stephen McHattie immediately. I love this dude. Botched Willem Dafoe clone Stephen <laughs> McHattie. By the way, the Indian scientist Satam yeah. calls up and is like, hey, yeah, like, by the way, no one ever came to pick me up. Fuck <laughs> you guys. Like, yeah, that's a fuck you phone call. This is like a fuck you phone call. Like, hey, now you get to listen to my family die. Yeah. That's, that is an amazing thing. It's a power ha- move. It's a power move. But it happens multiple times in this movie. And when this dude and his family fucking eats shit, I had the thought, there are multiple times in the film 2012 where a person or an entire family's demise is telegraphed over a telephone that someone left on. Yeah. Because like George Segal's whole son's family is yeah. wiped out over the phone. This dude's like, okay, this is the greatest fuck you phone call of all time. I'm going to leave the call on while this tidal wave fucking kills us all, so you better listen closely. Oh, yeah, you know that, that, that wife that wife that you wanted to fuck all those years? Or maybe you did fuck? I don't know. Who knows? She's about to drown to death. So fuck you, buddy. Um, and also, I found all of your comments really inappropriate. Always pissed me off. I just want you to know that before I die. Her fish curry was fucking delicious, and you are an animal good day <laughs> you know i didn't want to say she said that a couple of pairs of her underwear were missing from her drawer <laughs> after the last time you came here okay but now you're gonna get right off it really put me in my place uh wow that guy died <laughs> but to this point like the b story is chiwetel ejiofor like doing all these impassioned speeches about the <sighs> nature of humanity right and, blah, and there's blah. like workers that are not going to be admitted and for some reason because this movie lives in a capitalist fantasy that people would still be like working for rich people to get them on their 
pleasure cruises to the, yeah. and they know that they're gonna die. But hey, you know, it's a couple of dollars that I'll never spend. It's this weird. The movie walks this line where like half of it is like, look at this, as if money really matters. I think, and that, then the other yeah. half is like, no, but money really matters. Yes, absolutely. It's very much money matters, and I just think they'd be people should be cutting heads off here. Absolutely, there should be a pirate arc. Someone should have taken it over. <laughs> Dude, that's the sequel. You know the how people's I get on, republic arc. I get on the ship. Like, oh look, it's that Russian oligarch. It's like, oh, his head looks weird, and it's just me wearing his head as a yes, hat, yes. and I'm wearing a jacket, and I just kind of walk around like, duh, duh, duh. yes, he's me, Russian oligarch. I think that Russian oligarch is just two dudes in a trench coat. <laughs> I would honor that fucking ticket, dude. Absolutely. But you're totally right though, because there's a part in this movie where Oliver Platt is standing up to Chiwetel yeah. in, his, in his speech, and he's like, uh, "Okay, so you think that this is unfair? That's fine." Why don't you sacrifice your ticket and your ticket, Tandy Newton, to just some oh, some fucking schlub out there? Oh, you're not going to do it? Got it. Yeah. And it's like, all right, man, you're kind of just putting everybody in an impossible scenario right now. But the other, so whatever. And like, there's all these giraffes on this boat. It's very important. The giraffes get a lot of play. So like the last, but the last like act of Cusack is they, they run run into the dude from The Dark Knight, by the way, uh, the crooked accountant that um, the Joker wants to kill. Oh wow! Yeah, man, good pull. Uh, and he's like, he's the, he's like the lead uh, one, one of the machine guys. He's like, all right, I'll sneak you guys in after a long scene. And he sneaks them in, and like all this shit starts going wrong. There's like this. It's like a fucking. It's a it's a bad like platformer game level. Like you have to make <laughs> yeah. sure you jump right, or else the thing is gonna come down. And yeah. Like, and like, listen, this movie is literally forty. Like, it's forty minutes longer than it was initially intended to be because of a storyline where someone can't close a door. Yes, we can't close a door, and this movie lasts for forty more minutes. <sighs> yeah, they this is they drop a fucking jackhammer into it, <laughs> and like, you, you would think that these things would be built a little better that they could just crush up a jackhammer or something. No, no, no. Well, there's also like a cable that gets wrapped around this like gear thing. They also drop a stepdad into it. His name is <laughs> Tom McCarthy, played by I mean, playing Gordon. But. Yeah, it's pretty good. His death. So they're all like, it's uh, everyone makes it out except for like uh, this one guy, the guy from Dark, the Dark Knight, uh, Tom McCarthy, and Cusack. The guy uh, from the Dark Knight gets his leg kind of fucked up a little bit. And then Tom McCarthy's like, oh, but I'm going to make it. Oh, wait, what? As he's going <laughs> into this fucking gears getting crushed to death, he like gives this look to Cusack like, wait, I'm not going to make it? And I was hoping for the gremlin going in the shredder. I yeah, wanted I like, wanna see Splatterville. Some- and like, it, also, they kill off uh, Tamara, the, the Russian girlfriend. Yes. Like, oh, she, she drowns, drowns to death. Horribly. It's but a pretty bad drowning. dog survives. Yes. She calls no. it from the platform. Yeah. And the little dog has a little heroic scene of like climbing cable. As they should. Well, it's very sure. similar to the scene in Independence Day when the dog makes it through Booming. to Vivica A. Fox. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Tom McCarthy's death so much in this movie. Uh-huh. And I was saying this off the air, but I want to say it for, for the folks at home as well. It reminded me of that Simpsons where they do the film festival and Apu's movie is like him getting held up. And then it's the, the security footage of Wiggum with his ties stuck in the hot dog roller. <laughs> and it's like, is it going to get worse before it gets better? <laughs> yeah. Because it's the same yeah. slow motion. Like he's just slowly like, are you going to fucking do? No, nothing. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. I guess I'm uh, now I'm dead. I'm dead. Uh, I, like, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, but. 
I didn't hear a single scream. No, there's no scream. He just kind of goes it's out like, quietly. Well, well, it's a living. Because he's a doctor. He's like, well, this is the medical way to die. <laughs> Silently. And Let me just text Noah one last time before I go down. <laughs> but the, the oh, the goodbye, whole... little one. <laughs> oh, man. This movie becomes... My God, little one. This movie becomes like... John Cusack swimming back in to try to fix the fucking door so it closes because now it's flooding. And they even say it's a suicide mission and this should be where he has the Kurt yes. Russell death. There's this weird horny goodbye he gets from uh, Amanda Pete. Dude, I'm glad you caught that. It's a weird one, man. Like, there's one, like, it, they're exes and maybe there's some unresolved stuff. She kisses, it's one It's one thing to just get a kiss from your ex-wife on your way to death. But it's like a, it's a steamy kiss. It's like a, hey, is anybody looking? <laughs> yeah. Real quick, is anybody looking before you go close that door? Is anybody looking? I want to send this guy in the afterlock, into the afterlife with half a stock, dude. That's yep. what I'm trying to do. Absolutely. Which get, is get a little half, halfy going. Dude, try swimming with an erection. Just fucking <laughs> That's try. what I'm saying. That's the halvesies about. You know, you don't, you don't want to go full boat it's cruel it's cruel is what it is i guess it like slows you down then right, right? Yeah, yeah dude it's it, you're, you're dropping anchor <laughs> there's definitely resistance yeah yeah so um despite his erection he gets back to the fucking door gears and i just wanted to pull out bones from fucking gordon <laughs> that would have been awesome dude <laughs> it's, oh i see the problem it's the skull and these glasses <laughs> oh got a femur caught in here let me get this out real quick to get these dockers out. Okay. At least what they dockers. should have done. <laughs> they should have had his head roll out like in Jaws. Yeah. Because yeah, he's pulling out the fucking jackhammer and it's a big thing. It'd be so fucking like, oh, do a sound scare of yeah. his fucking head floating yep. by something. Yep. By the way, the kid, the boy, Noah, goes with his dad finally. Oh, right. What a wiener. And that's when that happens, I'm like, oh, well, now they're going to make it. Exactly. Once you introduce the child into that scenario, <laughs> Cusack's coming out. But then, and so that's that's one fake out death, and he makes it, blah blah blah. And then, like the kid makes it to the next area, and they're like, "Where's your dad? He was right behind me. Oh my god, he was right behind me!" And everyone yep. starts to mourn him again for yeah. the second By time. By the in way, 20 minutes. stepdad. Not a single mourn. No. no one gives a shit. This There's, dude was. By the way, the only reason you're alive is a stepdad because that guy was a fucking pilot and yes, ace pilot. It yes. turned out absolutely. Uh, yeah, no. There's a weird thing where uh, Amanda Pete is just like. Gordon and Cusack's like, nah, like he kind of shakes his head and she's like, Meh. yeah, now let me give you this horny kiss real quick. By the way, let's <laughs> review that security footage again. John Cusack, were you pushing him into those games? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm reaching for you. Oh, oh, I can't get your hand. All right, too bad the global court system has dissolved <laughs> at this point because Cusack would have been fucking investigated, dude, guaranteed. Definitely, definitely. Um, so whatever, but he... Fi- and like the, the second or third death fake out, he makes it through, and everyone's like, yay, daddy's alive. And, and then Amanda P.S. Stigmatized, like, look, I thought you were going to die. I know that was very horny, and I know you've got a full stock now <laughs> yeah. because you think there's something going on here, but there's no, nothing. There's nothing. Just, yeah. I just thought you were going to die, so I, I wanted to send you off to the good, you it was know, a good grace. Humoring you, kiss. <laughs> now, I, know, I know I still got it and everything. Wouldn't this be a grand moment for a crazy fucking twist to this movie? It's like, where's John Cusack? Where's John Cusack? Yeah. He didn't come through that vent, he was right behind me. Kablamo fucking deep rising sea monster comes yeah, out. That, you, mm-hmm. let's, what let's have we unearthed? Yeah. That's Why what not? Th- it wasn't it wasn't the jackhammer at all. It was the monster. It was the monster's <laughs> tentacle guy. Oh, I'm caught. <laughs> but, oh shit. I mean, like, and that's sort of the end of the movie. We cut to like a year and a half later or some bullshit. And like Chawatel yeah, Ejafor is. is like 
uh, and Danny Newton are just hanging out. She's finishing John Cusack's amazing book. Oh, yeah, she's like, so she's stupid. like breathlessly reading <laughs> yes. it. Like, oh my god! The way that she ended. finishes this book, right? Is so horny. Oh yeah. yeah. That I, I was like, oh, they're fucking now. That's yes. cool. It's like a month later, yeah. or whatever. Like, oh, they're fucking. That's fantastic. But they're not because immediately after that, he asks her out on a date. And yeah. I was like, why were you they, so breathlessly reading that they, novel like that? It looked like they're sharing the room. Yeah. Like it exactly. looks like she's moved in. And like she's yeah. like, oh, you know, there was only like seventy-five spelling mistakes in that. <laughs> but the weird thing is, it's like, really needed an editor. <laughs> I can tell why this sold uh, for. An, it would be funny if she was reading it. She's like, and that is why humanity survived. Oh my God, you're right. This book is hilarious. <laughs> this book is amazing. Who even published it? That'd be awesome. If she just hated it. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, but like, and usually in situations like this, where it's like, oh my God. What, Oliver Platt never says like there's not enough food for these people like that that should be it because it's like you know what I mean like that's what these arcs and spaceships and all should be like that it's like it doesn't make sense that you could just add on a hundred thousand other people oh by the way we didn't talk about the Russian oligarch who gets it really bad yes, oh god yes, yeah he yes. does I forgot about this so like the 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 whatever the, the little platform like, the platform is rising up to close and him and his two little weird kids are the last ones and the one kid gets up. And then the other one can't reach him. And so Lugash, in all his infinite heroism, tosses this kid up so that the brother catches his hands and pulls him up. And he does a wah, 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 and just falls. Oh, it's face good. first. And you follow him for a while. He's going, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's this dude really gets it. And kind then, of the best death in the movie outside of Tom McCarthy. So that's like Chiwetel and Danny Newton. They're like, oh, they're going to get together. And we cut to John Cusack and his family. And the little girl goes, has the fucking audacity <laughs> to turn to her father. But daddy, when can we go home? And he's like, sweetheart, remember when a little girl got killed last week for asking that question? <laughs> Everyone is on re- is really really not in the mood for the fake naivete bullshit. All right, <laughs> like everyone is on really really high strung about going home. It's a weird thing. Where everyone I think- you know is dead. You know this. <laughs> you know you know this. We've talked about this multiple times. Everyone you know is dead. <laughs> there is no home. Uh, grandma, she's dead. <laughs> Your cat, oh, he's dead. Your Literally. favorite Disney <sighs> Channel show, they're dead. And they're all dead. Then it becomes this bullshit thing of this like, well. uh... Africa is doing great. Now that there's no people left on it, we could settle there. Well, that's what's confusing, though, because I'm pretty sure the line is something about, like, uh, all the water is receding faster than we thought, and also many parts of Africa weren't even touched by the, yeah. like, water shifting. So I think there are still people. And they were, like, out raised up. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. The Cape yeah. of Good oh my Hope. God, it'd be so, they should show them, like, dock the arcs and then instantly get murdered. <laughs> that would or be just, great. Or like, oh, sorry, no room. Keep moving. Yeah, but, yep. I mean, what is this message? Like, oh, we're going to recolonize Africa now it's a with weird more ending. fucking white people from all the... Uh, <laughs> all rich people, apparently? Well, it's also because it's a stupid, like, you know... That's like the, the cradle first, of civilization. Yeah, got it, got it. So it's like we're going yes. back. To, and it's like, man, way to fucking lay it on movie. Thanks for but nothing. It, I mean, from all the other devastation, it should be at least Skull Beach down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do Kong rules? That would be nice. Um, President Kong. Oh, it's so dumb also when we're doing this like it's 27 days later. Yeah. And the only reason you're like a month and 27 days later, oh, it's a the month, only right. reason you know. Or no, I think it's 27 days exactly. Because right, the, the, the thing that comes up is day 27, 
month one, mm-hmm. year one. Oh, right, yeah. So at some point, they all had a fucking meeting yeah. about resetting the calendar. And oh, this, God, yeah. and this <laughs> goddamn movie about the end of the world and the civilization rejiggered forever mm-hmm. ends with a girl saying she's no longer going to piss her pants. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I'm, Fantastic. Oh, hey, great, sweetheart. I'm glad my entire fucking family is dead. <laughs> I don't piss my pants anymore. Well, I'll keep her away from the coastline because it's nothing but skeletons washing up every <laughs> fucking day. Right? There'd be so oh, many skeletons. you're totally so right. The, the amount yep. of skeletons in this world, it'd be a skeleton planet. Yes. Like, think about how sometimes you see those, like, weirdo, like, not news stories where it's like, a bottle washed up yeah. on a, a, a beach in Washington State turned out to be a, a letter in a bottle sent from France 40 years ago. You see those things every now and again? Right. It would be that, but a hundred times worth, worse and all with bones. Yeah, it's just skeletons. Just skeletons, bones. Skeletons, 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 skeletons. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. You start calling everywhere. them people sticks just to stop freaking out the kids. <laughs> oh, oh, more people sticks washed ashore today. Oh, he's just skipping people sticks down by the shore. <laughs> It's amazing that that's the end of this movie. It's like, I don't piss the bed. <laughs> da, 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 da. End of your movie. It's been two hours and 40 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you asked me to sit for that long. And in theaters, by the way, with the fucking previews, that's like three hours and ten minutes. Whew. And that's the best you got for me coming out the other end. I don't piss my pants anymore. <laughs> yeah, Even Cusack's like, Okay. Like big girl pampers or whoever the fuck yes. put money into this must have really put in yeah. a lot. And also good because the, that entire line of industry is dead. Like yep. most lines of industry. Yes. Right. Yep. You're just wearing shirts for diapers. Mm-hmm. Or the skin of the dead. <laughs> oh yeah, that absorbs really well actually. You can piss in a flesh diaper, dude, and it just you can piss for you do no fucking flesh diaper. Now that there's no more plumbing, there's yeah. just skulls. You just oh, piss yeah. in skulls. You just like <laughs> lean over a fucking open skull and take a shit and then huck it out your window. <laughs> oh, Lord. Would anybody recommend this movie? Uh, no, 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 no. It's incredibly long. I, I like myself a good disaster movie. I love an end of the world movie. Like, sure. There, there are some good kills, but they're just, it's just. So much padding to get where you want to go. It's 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 insanely long. Yeah, skip it. <laughs> it's bad uh, and it's too long. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely is too long. I think the fleeing LA sequence is kind of cool visually, but other than that, this movie's got nothing going for it. It doesn't, and I, I, I agree with that, except for the fact that this is kind of the ultimate hangover movie. Oh, wow. The length will do you good here. If you're watching this on TNT, man, yeah. this is like a four and a half hour production. <laughs> you, it will take you yeah. from, you'll be able to sleep it off with this movie. And after that initial hour, like it's kind of quiet. It's true. It yeah. is. It's yeah. just like, you get like ocean sound. <laughs> yeah, actually, and you get some you get some uh, Danny Glover ASMR going on oh, a little true. bit as well. That'll get you to sleep. I'm coming home, Dorothy. Oh yeah, that did it. All, <laughs> all right, I want you to take it out. <laughs> That's not what ASMR oh, no, is, it, ladies and yep, gentlemen. No, it is now. Okay. Uh, I thought I had something else to say about it, but now I'm just thinking about Danny Glover doing ASMR, man. My lord, that is 2012, directed by Roland Emmerich. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or head over to patreon.com slash we hate movies. We got a stellar 
Independence Day commentary up right now. We also have an episode of Forrest Gump, only allowed only allowed by the internet on Patreon.com. Oh, that's true. It's the only way you can hear it. It's uh, I, it's it's a it's it's a fun episode. It's a real fun episode. Oh yeah, we have a lot of fun batting that mm-hmm. movie around a yeah. little bit, and it yeah. might be controversial. So you know, we have to obviously put it behind the paywall so that you know it doesn't become. You know scared. what the normies listening in? Exactly. On no, you got to pay if you want to get mad at us yeah. for this one. <laughs> Yeah, you're not allowed to get mad unless you pay for it. And it's okay <laughs> to like a movie. It sure is. Uh, now, I'm I'm juggling release dates here, Steve Sadak, but I do believe the summer blockbuster extravaganza is continuing uh, into next week. What do we got? We, what do we got on the back burner? I'll tell you what you could do, my friend. You could lick my bunghole, motherfucker. <laughs> it's taking of Pelham one, two, three, the remake. Oh man, yeah. kind of. I would say one of the most long-awaited mm-hmm. uh, motion pictures to be covered on this show. Speaking of which, I think it's super long, too. Is I it think really? that's over Oy. two hours. God yeah. damn it. People don't know how to make a move anymore, everybody. That's true. But this is like one of the most requested episodes mm-hmm. in show history. And we'll be putting it out next week on the summer blockbuster extravaganza. And apologies in advance if you did not get Steve's reference. Until <laughs> next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.